0: Hey, yo, Dream Warriors. Hello. Deep dive. Uh, Deep dive into Sylvester Stallone. Uh, It's Peter. I'm sitting down here with Mark. Hello. And this is
1: something new, right? Like, are we... Did you want to... This became organic from last show where we just kind of went into the Stanley thing and we're just going to focus on people deep dive people career we 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 like talking about creative tidbits.
0: people because we're both we're you and i are both creative individuals mm-hmm. and we said well you know let's let's um <laughs> let's let, let's harness our uh, obsession a little bit more and we not we can't only go on these long sessions on content we can also go on long sessions on creators mm-hmm. so yeah. let's let's take advantage of that so let's just hit that music we're going to jump to it number, and or we're, we're going to rock and roll this, well we'll go and get to that real quick <laughs> after the quick break yeah okay so we're back and yeah Mark Mark already uh, addressed something Spoiler. very important yeah, yeah so uh, this is almost like creator corner creator mm-hmm. spotlight but did you have any ideas or names what to the, what call this no like uh, how do we brain this we we have to tag this because this is all (laughs) creator (laughs) corner I just I I like the idea because why why is a creator in a corner why why, like what or or is they have to write their way out of a corner or or is like a corner something commonly associated with
1: a highlight or a spotlight I think basically it was just alliteration that you just did (laughs) I don't (laughs) think there's anything more to it just a corner yeah but but it has to be like
0: a profession, like plumber's corner, right? Or the does that like drywall guy corner? I don't. I don't Produce dude corner. We're already off track. Butcher corner.
1: <laughs> we're already boom. Creator corner.
0: corner. Yeah. Uh, but no. Go. So we did for Dream Warriors episode one zero three. We did Stanley, and yeah, had, I think we had a good exchange, a, a mm, little bit yeah. of a duel because you and I are not a hundred percent on how we read the career of stanley but mm-hmm. we both honor his um contributions mm-hmm. and you know more or less uh what people did with him more than what he he did himself like he he is cult a person personality my opinion but look, real quick anyone just joining us this is peter aka pad uh you can find me at akapad.com akapad aka pad 13 instagram and facebook aka pad on twitter and Snapchat AK Pad six nine on Xbox Live for anybody that wants to add me so we can play some Halo because I only play Halo. I don't really play any other play video game. Them. The first Halo? Uh, no, it's uh Halo Five I play. Multiplayer? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Never yeah. Never I, don't know I, don't, I don't know. Well, do you? Do you? Are you into any games? I don't no, know if you're into. You're not into any games. No. That might help. That might help with some of your. <laughs> I don't want to say like therapy. But it might, <laughs> might help with some of your uh, mind, bond, like, because you, your mind does wander. Like, right. oh, yeah. like I know you, like, even sometimes when we're text messaging, like, there's, everything's like a tangent of itself. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, whoa, like, unfocused. I don't know, like, what to pick here. It's, it's almost hard to respond sometimes because right. there's so much there. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, but uh, I, w- I would I think video games sometimes uh, they help you narrow your focus, and they help mm. it, it, they um it's the same idea to people who have uh, dyslexia or something similar. They're forced to narrow their focus, and when they focus, uh, they they do more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they have to focus to do things in a particular way to just, just to move forward. So anyway, but yeah, so we had this awesome Stanley conversation and it's, it was kind of like a little bit of a revelation of like, let's, let's just get into creators. We have Creed coming out. Mm-hmm. We got to do Stallone. Nice. Uh, yeah. And so this, this episode, it might just be dream warriors 105, but we'll, we'll come up with a name for it. Right. <laughs> so people know what these are so mm-hmm. even in the headline and the way it comes in the RSS feed it will be the branded uh sub-series in within Dream Wars with the creator name or it might be the creator name with the branded. it like it'll, it'll be structured a certain way so that you you can easily see that mm-hmm. that that these are new and you got pete and mark going crazy on people that that we because we're already talking about there's, like, 30
1: other people. <laughs> where, right. Like,
0: like we are a huge list. Yeah. Like but that's
1: good, though. I mean, I feel that, again, my big thing is I'd rather have a swing and a miss. Like, I think my consistency on the show is that I love, like, the spectacular failures that may happen. Because I'm like, it's that guy's thing. Like, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Did you see how earnest? What, yeah. What like, you, which is kind of,
0: like, uh, yeah, and some of your take is, because so, even, even, even today, it's like we always seem to argue about, like, Michael Bay. And, and just <laughs> and, 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 and I almost like attack the merit of the criticism rather than what the criticism actually is and and mm-hmm. I do believe when it comes to Michael Bay Brett Ratner um Schneider those three guys uh, they never get attacked on intent they never get uh, attacked on completed pro uh, like, like people attack what they believe those filmmakers are mm-hmm. rather than the work that's in front of them you know and I will put Paul, uh paul anderson the the resident evil paul, paul anderson paul ws yeah the the ws yeah anderson. i will put him in that category also and if you put those like four filmmakers together again uh numbers that are ungodly like there, yeah. there's few people that even come close to having the box office draw and success that those guys had and look i get it movies have million dollar marketing campaigns they have all of this stuff but you can't trick that many consumers into uh re-watching product purchasing a product more than one time and even showing up initially at the box office because we always see great campaigns uh, and i will say the the new tomb raider i thought that that was a perfect setup to ex- mm-hmm. you know to like get excited for that movie great trailer great posters great logo everything no one cared so like we see great campaigns fail all the time mm-hmm. so sometimes when films Pick up and resonate, and I do believe like S- S- Sly Stallone definitely falls into this category where we criticize the artist but not the work, and mm-hmm. it's not even the artist with with the context of of art. It's we criticize Stallone in his personal life, mm-hmm. and somehow his personal life bleeds into "Stop or My Mom Will Shoot," right. like some, right. uh, and now it's the worst movie ever. It's like no, not really. It's actually. A pretty solid comedy it's a stupid <laughs> silly decent comedy it's not and and we saw the same thing happen with tom cruise like we mm-hmm. can't we, we for some reason tom cruise will never stop jumping on oprah's couch
1: Right, there's memes of that daily. Yeah.
0: and he's 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 forever a Scientologist, mm-hmm. and it's like okay, and but that, the fun like the weird loop laugh where him like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and say it, it but, yeah, and it's, it's almost best. like and I'm almost like I want to talk about the movie, like I want to talk about the Mummy, and, yeah, and, and I, I don't. But the thing is, though, <laughs> but I also want to pinpoint uh, how, why, and where did that movie fail? Be- Everywhere. Well, you can't say that. That's that's that that's a, that, no. It failed in every country. That's that's a no. No, it made a lot of money. That movie made enough to spawn the entire dark universe. That's canceled. Well, it's canceled for different reasons. We don't no, even know the real reason why right, it's anyways. canceled. But anyway, no. But the point, go. but but the point though that I'm getting at though is <laughs> like you, you can't just say like oh it fails on every level. Like was I like I don't know how that is a criticism. That's <laughs> not like a false criticism. And for Dream Warriors that's what we're committed to we're committed to long-form conversations with plenty like with plenty of these movies and and i think what we're about to embark on this deep dive into sly mm-hmm. sly alone i think we're about to probably set up a lot of work for ourselves
1: yeah that's good
0: i mean I keep, like keep, like, keep co- moving for, co- i mean because there's, there's
1: keep moving forward
0: yeah because there's a lot of movies here that i do want to watch mm-hmm. again that i want to watch for the first time that I want to watch within the context that we're about to lay out, meaning his moment, because we we were able to map out, uh, we'll say, like, how do you want to define, like, highlights or segments of his career?
1: Yeah, I think so. The the main, and the lore, um, you know, where you start, because you have early career, I pretty much have, like, a giant Rocky one block, because to me, that's my ultimate, uh, one of my favorite scripts, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. I just think that it's it's kind of a strange movie when you watch it because there's it's not, you know, there's there's certain things that are conflict and then there's kind of there's no antagonist necessarily. <laughs> like it, it's kind of interesting. Yeah. He doesn't lose Adrian, which should ha- like yeah, well that happens in most of the, most movies. Like any movie with like that, yeah, you know, like I can't stand by and see you do this and then they leave and then right. they show back up yeah he never loses her No. so there's lots of things there but anyway so we need to go so he but the, the well let's the, let, the whole genesis is that everyone thinks that he never acted before i think that's the big thing that we've gotten yeah into. so mark and i were kind of going back and forth
0: with uh some of the mythology so like the the stone the Sylvester stallone story starts in 1969 uh and it's it's reborn in 1976 when rocky Mm -hmm. came out now until that time like that's that's a lot of years okay so from 69 to 76 stallone was a worker he was in a lot of movies where he was an extra he was in other movies that he appeared in Mm -hmm. and he was actually making his way through the industry in already getting paid to write screenplays getting the attention for screenplays uh already early becoming a actor writer he was in i would say he was almost like the model of what later became some of these uh production houses like plane b that were like you know Mm -hmm. like run by Brad, brad pitt to where the the actor develops his own production studio within like paramount pictures and then you're fed scripts and you develop scripts and then you take what you like and then based on what you think you should do as an actor, some of that script gets reworked. So, and and th- this this is a tale like as old as time, okay? uh, it Like even like a great example would be the, the an evolution of the WWZ script with Brad Pitt mm-hmm. where like that was one script and the Brad Pitt comes on and, and locks up the financing cause you're Brad Pitt now the script changes. And this goes on and on. on. Like Humphrey Bogart, Elizabeth Taylor, they had Mm -hmm. writers that they favored that would write better roles and better dialogue for their characters. And some of it was the capabilities of the actors. But this is no different than when you go on location and you can only shoot in the desert. So most of your Star Wars movie is in the desert. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not much in the stars for New Hope. And because filmmaking is, you have two things: you have resources, and then you have time, and and there's a collision of the two. And Stallone, like I don't know, I, like even now, when you and I were like like green rooming this, we were surprised at how prolific of a writer mm-hmm. Sly Stallone is. I mean, like it, I always gave him credit, but it's just funny how, like, the filmmaking community and the film that the cinephile community takes away his credit to create Mm -hmm. they uh, they they associate him with a retard almost right okay but yeah so that's the power that's the uh, that's the brisk commercial yeah (laughs) you know like so real quick though so some of the movies he was in uh no place to hide 73 the lords of flatbush where he wrote his own dialogue Okay, and then 1975, he was literally in about five movies, okay, with Death Race 2000, Main Dingo, <laughs> uh, Farewell, My Lovely, uh, Death Race 2000, the Roger Corman movie, which is actually, uh, on Netflix, there's the W.S. Anderson remake
1: no.
0: uh, sequel, the third one to that, starring Danny Glover's there, and, and then the updated Death Race is on Netflix, mm-hmm. which is, an, I think they're both amazing. But whatever. Oh, <laughs> so Stallone part of the Stallone mythology is that he's poor. He's got to sell his dog. He's eating tuna out
1: of a cane, Right, selling his stealing dog, stealing bananas because he can't afford to feed the dog. Right, that was the that was yeah. the thing. He had 128 dollars. He made 36 dollars a week as an usher. So there's lots of stuff there that yeah may or may not line up. I'm not well, sure.
0: I think a lot of it is true. I just think it's uh, – he he knew how to sell his own story when he got traction. And he did become – because Mark and I <laughs> start part of our study for this. We were watching Stallone's appearance on Oprah. Right. And even then, he's selling his story. Back then, he was selling his tabloid life. He was selling – dating vanna white being connected to vanna white mm-hmm. and they're like oh you and he's like no 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 like he <laughs> he is a master of the media like a hundred percent he knew how to tell a story so there's no way to know how true someone the the rocky the pre-rocky lore is for stallone but i do feel like it's in contention to to line up especially going <laughs> into rocky you literally were in about seven movies like right. between 76 and 75 you're in about seven movies and then uh, like and then you get rocky and you're offered a quarter of a million dollars for the script mm-hmm. quarter of a million dollars
1: so there so, there yeah, had to be your argument some is that they're not going to give they would give him three thousand dollars they would give some if he's a schmo with a with a yeah. spec script right and like here they wouldn't be giving him he was quarter of a million. He, he was in well the they were paying now was it that they were paying him more there's two there's a couple things here there's bad information here in a way because it's like a quarter million I've seen 350 Yeah. then he said no I'll take a cut so we don't really know what he got paid eventually he says I won't take it because I want to star in it yeah and some people uh, recon that
0: because they're like oh he knew not to sell the script and to keep the rights like yeah there's no way you you hear the George (laughs) Lucas spin right 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 okay and it's almost like why would he know to do that so he knew Rocky it's unprecedented he, he would be making Rocky 30 years down the road Four like, years. Yeah, like for, like he would know that? Like how would you know that? There's there's right. there's nothing to get – the only at that point the only film franchise that was consistent and current to compare that to was James Bond because the Tarzan movies faded away by that point, mm-hmm. the Universal Monster movies faded away. There, there was no template. So right, it, right, right. It, that's what. It, so when Mark and I refer to things as being in contention. Mm-hmm. It's that. Now, these are cuz we want to be fair these are things we'll never know. We'll never know for sure. Mm-hmm. But we're just laying it out.
1: We're just right. trying to understand well, that, what's that, happening That's a funny here. retcon where they're like, do you see how smart he was uh lucas <laughs> signed the merchandising rights there was no toy lines there was nothing that would that doesn't nothing. make any sense and, and even even well, rocky knew it was gonna be five to six to seven to eight rockies <laughs> rocky. no no, no. Rocky. didn't know any of that stuff rocky envisioned the career of hulk hogan before right. there was even a hulk hogan they're like let's see uh clubber lang let's <laughs> get who would yeah. be that yeah it doesn't make sense no it doesn't so
0: Everybody like look the point zero for Sly, for Sly Stallone is nineteen seventy six Rocky mm. and I don't know like did you want to take it
1: uh, now take take the carriage ju- yeah, jump I into mean, the driver's seat? What I like about it there's a couple things. It was kind of shot guerrilla style. The guy who created the Steadicam, like, yeah, one was of the first Steadicam movies. And which you can they say you can hear you can hear the gears and when he's walking the with pins. little Marie. So, but, yeah, yeah, you but can hear. It's it.
0: almost like. Uh, Hey,
1: Marie. Yeah. But um, anyway. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with... I mean, I, I wonder what it's like, and I, you can kind of see it sometimes. So, we're in Philadelphia. You know, we're... We are, uh, Dream Warriors. Three miles from, studios. The, from the art museum, maybe. know uh, we are less than a mile. No, oh. we're, I would say we're
0: solid one mile, because my gym is on my way there. Mm-hmm. The gym is... Maybe
1: three-quarters of a mile. Okay. Art Museum's a little bit further paced to the gym. Yeah, so, we could walk there. So it I don't takes know what it's 15 like minutes. to not have the celebrity of Rocky and that Philadelphia is it in itself as its own celebrity. Yeah. It's right? Because, like, my grandmom lived off of Grace Ferry. Like, so I know. I was like, okay, oh, yeah. like, so I've been in and out of parts of Philadelphia that they shot in, and I know a lot of <laughs> the areas. The connection
0: of, uh, of Rocky, the character, mm-hmm. and Philly is – it's it's so unique. There's no character even connected to New York City the way Rocky is connected to, and, and you go through all the great cities, and there's there's nothing. I mean, this the city literally is part of the character mm. of Rocky and vice versa, and. Uh, when people know you're from Philly, it's like you get the question. You get the Rocky question. It's rocky it's cheese a, steaks. It's yeah, like a, it's a handful it's of like pretzels, oh, and
1: uh, all the Eagles fans are horrible.
0: Right? Yeah. The, Eagle, the Eagles fans throw Philly's snowballs fans. at Santa Claus
1: at Vet Stadium. <laughs> all true during
0: the Co-Tight era, but which is all which is 100 true because that is uh, on <laughs> tape. <laughs> like never. That was on live television. Whoopsie. But no, yeah. So Stallone gets a, he, he he gets some money make uh you know may, maybe plays hardball like wanted to star in in the movie mm-hmm. uh you know I, I guess part of the deal with that with him wanting to do that was he threw his brother in the movie his what his mother's in the movie too his father's in, his dad is in the, the movie he rings the bell the ring yeah. yeah so
1: and then at this point the but he takes we don't know what he got paid for acting Put, I've heard scale. There's all again. We're yeah. under contention on all this stuff, stuff because yeah. it's it's much better. It's funny. Like I made mean, the. It this is an underdog story, but it's also like they're selling the underdog story of getting this underdog story made, which made 226 million. It, right. So right. The, so the, it's like it's a, just a hey, look at this fairy tale of this other fairy tale. So it's so the lore itself has its own like origin. Um, the stuff that I like about it is stuff that you know. So I did a ton of research on it. The things that I like is that basically, and this is also another contention, that they gave them a million dollars to make it. It went over budget, and by going over budget, the two producers mortgaged their house for the extra 100000 Each mortgaged that. Have you seen that one? Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, which, you can't. Which, which is know. also
0: part of the stories. Right. Like, you even have this in, like, entrepreneur stories with. Uh, Elon Musk and PayPal. Where before Elon Musk went to Tesla, he was broke from PayPal. Right, right, right. It's so, uh, like, like, really, like really. I so look. These people know what to do. They know how to tell. It. They're 100 percent committed to telling their own story. I I wholeheartedly believe that they tell their story so much they believe them. They believe yeah, through it, and it through. bleeds. Yeah, yeah, okay, for sure. Now. Rocky goes on for the uh what 49th Academy Awards mm-hmm. wins best picture. Do you are you familiar with any of the other movies
1: Rocky was up against for best picture? Uh, well I only looked up cuz I I always under, I was under the impression in my my brain for a long time made me think that he won for for best writer. He did not. He was oh. nominated but yes. network won. Yeah, and he was also nominated for best actor. And you yeah, I didn't realize Peter that Finch. either. Yeah, 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 which is interesting because I would think that, um, and like who talks about network? <laughs> like besides like film, yeah. film people. Yeah, I was, and so, and that's a
0: little bit of where we're going
1: because if we go
0: into the films, was up against? It's almost <laughs> like you have all the presidents men, which fantastic.
1: Uh, so, super. It's like the most competent uh film school movie because you're like it's just here's here's how you make a three-act structure like it is three-act
0: structure limited settings right uh explosive uh exposition dialogue mm-hmm. like they're constantly explaining things it's as, not as they go it should and it's be
1: being a super boring film it's not
0: no it's uh, the movie moves uh bound for glory network and taxi driver <laughs> It's a busy and year, isn't it? Like yeah. it's almost like any one of those movies deserved to win, and any one of those movies could have won. Uh, did Rocky win? Because Rocky was itself the the underdog movie that was made by underdogs. Right, has now the guy un- mortgaged his house to make the movie. Underdog in all of, $126. of Hollywood. Yeah, he almost sold butkus. It's it's amazing, <laughs> and it also won best direct director for not Stallone, right? For our um. What, yeah, what did he do? Did he
1: also do Karate Kid and Ru- Rudy? He did. I don't know if he did Rudy. He did. He couldn't do Rocky 2 because he was doing Saturday Night Fever, right? Which I think is interesting. <laughs> you know, because that'll really be another. Stiller. Right. No, he wrote Staying Alive. I don't think he wrote. Oh, oh, right. I'm
0: sorry. Yes. Yeah, the yeah. sequel. Which yes.
1: that's a whole other. That's well, it. That I love, love that movie. I love that movie. I don't know because because no
0: that's a Rocky dancing movie. Because he's the underdog in that too. <laughs>
1: so he's got a he's got a theme we'll go into theme. yeah later. we will get into the the stallone so let me theme go through trips the, like yeah. the the main things so i have it done so yeah, there's a go, couple things go. so there's the steadicam shot mark
0: mark has a uh, a note I a did. composition oh remember this i mean i wrote
1: yeah. that this was early yeah and yeah. and it's
0: actually written just it's like uh on. kevin spacey's notebook <laughs> in seven <laughs> you can't make the kevin spacey jokes anymore <laughs> uh, unfortunately i don't know if we'll uh, go quick side note are you do you watch house of cards no, I never watch it. You never. I see. No. Well, why uh, that doesn't appeal to you, but Sabrina, the teenage witch, does. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love. I, so know. I, make no sense. I
1: I love Mark's Mind. Everyone, <laughs> I I wholeheartedly love Mark's right. Mind. Right. All right. So okay. The, but yeah. So the the things I like about it are a lot of the a lot of the little like the guerrilla filmmaking stuff, the accidents, as they say. You know that that's Orson Welles' favorite parts of things. But um, the five thirty. So they did a, sh- a shoot of him running up the steps. It's actually two shots. Two it's shots done in reverse. They did. Yeah. They did
0: it one way, and they were like,
1: "No," because they
0: were zooming <laughs> out. out, and they were like, "We should zoom in."
1: Right. So they flip it backwards. So they. Yeah. So when you watch it, you can actually. That's him dancing because he's just like he gets to the top and he's kind of like just keeping yeah. his muscles going. But, it hurts. C- that hurts. War- warming up loosen it up got through throw a couple so punches when you, you'll never watch that again and not realize that it's backwards because yeah. I watched it again I'm like oh wow that's crazy yeah. um, so they did both shots the shots of him not making it up the steps which was the early montage of him running yes was on at 530 a.m. and one hour later he runs up like yeah. he's done it all and, the time and you can the see, same day
0: yeah and you can see that there is a, uh, a different it looks like a different day because of the sun the yeah sun it's just one hour later quick. yeah
1: um, so there's stuff like that. What do you think the most expensive uh, thing on the production sheet was? What was the most expensive about this film?
0: I would say the catering, the food. No, it
1: was the makeup.
0: The makeup was the, the most makeup. Like th- that means
1: every actor. Yeah. Like you tabulate every single thing: actors, directors, produ- like everything, all the way up. The makeup. And so the makeup was kind of, was interesting because I didn't know this until today. They shot uh, the last fight backwards they shot him with full face like oh. on, like full beat up and then they just take a little bit more of a and then it's r- it's round 15 and then around 13 and 14 and you know they went or they go all the way down Yeah, you know, it does make
0: sense to go backwards i
1: maybe. don't know who would have thought of that i yeah, never would have thought of that's, that you know well, it's that's a wonderful well, producer yeah of that. but
0: that's it and again too like that's part of the complexities of filmmaking that you know we we try and drill into with dream warriors because we all know how movies end up the way that they are mm-hmm. and i think this is where i'm over critical people who that are um too like too critical sometimes because mm-hmm. it's like you're you're not really discussing the movie and you're not giving the movie credit uh, to even exist mm-hmm. but rocky definitely again it's a miracle that movie even got done when you go into how they how they shot the movie?
1: Yeah, they but filmed it in twenty eight days. Um, there was supposed so they were, were running out of money. The ice rink scene was supposed to be with people. Yeah, but they couldn't afford three hundred extras, so they it's just them. And it's a great scene. It's the yeah, it's, it's, it's a it's great a scene. So there's stuff like that, but I think that, is really fun. That has
0: become a trope now, because like movies have that scene now. Like remaining the comedies mm-hmm. always have that scene that that oh i know a guy uh we can walk around yankee stadium or 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 like oh you wanted to play a guy you wanted to play at the french open before you busted your leg (laughs) oh look let's walk around center court at the french open so we can have a a a cutesy moment but yeah so and then so rocky comes and goes rocky gets best picture and then our boy kind of i i really i look at his post 76 i look at 1978 as the true arrival of Sylvester Stallone because he made a name for himself and he he got a shot and he did something with it and one of them was like hey what else do you got and he goes well I have Rocky as a wrestling movie as a pro wrestling movie called Paradise Alley and they're like great (laughs) what can you do with it he goes well I already wrote it what if I star in that movie and direct it? And they're like, perfect, done, here's the money, make it. He makes that movie. It gets right through the coals because
1: it there's nothing get,
0: but get
1: compared to the Rocky. I, have, I don't think I have any idea what that is. But it's
0: also like an early era of wrestling. Like, you know, like he liked mm. wrestling, which gives so much credit when Hulk Hogan showed up. Yeah. yeah the like Thunderlips. Again, like the, this, it's proof that he's a fan. Yeah. So and, and then he did Fist. Um, directed by one of my all-time favorite directors, Norman Jewison, mm-hmm. behind the original Thomas Crown Affair, the original Rollerball. Uh, he's one of the all-time best. Joe has, uh maybe the greatest screenwriter in Hollywood history. He writes a novel of a script. Stallone chops down the script, rewrites it, writes himself into the movie, and, and actually is a part of a, of a serious movie. Mm-hmm. F-I-S-T, it's an acronym, but it's a legitimate movie, great
1: movie. And then, then we get Rocky Two.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Rocky Two, it's it it immediately gets like discounted. Again, we go into the like, yeah. the sequel situation. Is that? Um, but oh. it's very logical. It's the next day they're fighting, and it's like literally, it's 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 ego shaking. He
0: is um almost punch drunk there. Rare. Like it, um, it's also it's it's almost the story people think Rocky One is. See everyone who hasn't seen right. Rocky is surprised when he doesn't win at the end of Rocky.
1: Right, right, right. So right. they
0: think Rocky Two is Rocky One.
1: Right. Okay. Well, is it, okay. So Rocky Two is also there's no home video market. There's no yeah uh, not, replay. Not yet. Yeah. So not what yet. they do is they show the complete end of Rocky One. They do. Yeah. They like,
0: they recap. It's it. like
1: eight minutes. Like it's like no. I think they show like it's like yeah. it's like full eight minutes. Well,
0: isn't it somewhat a montage? And, to and, start, and, but then they and, show... And then they heightened the music. I thought they, they played with the music, too, a little, a little bit. bit but the but music I mean, was a
1: little bit... But I hype. like... That's yeah. fun. Like, that was, like... The, I, I like I always, all the When,
0: when I was younger, I always liked watching Rocky 2 because it showed you the best part of Rocky. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't have to watch all of Rocky to, for the fight. Rocky 2 was like, oh, here's the best part of Rocky. Here's right. the fight. <laughs> right, And I'm talking, like, a kid. Just, like, what yeah. a kid would want to see.
1: But, but anyway, yeah. Well, that, that did more with Apollo Creed because, again... Even than the first one, he's barely in the first one. Carl Weathers got paid. Carver's didn't even know he was he was in a he was in a ring with Stallone, and he hits him really hard. Yeah. And then he says, "Oh, well, I'll be more careful when the actor is going to." This is on his audition. He's like, "I'll be more careful when the actor is going." I'm fighting with an actor. He's like, "Yeah, that's that's, that's me. me. That's me." <laughs> he thought it was a stand-in. Yeah. That's how kind of crazy. Like, it was. You know, and even when they shot scenes on the street, like, it just looked like people walking around. Yeah. Well, it's also, too... His like, outfit was from a thrift shop. Like, his jacket and hat yeah. were from well, a thrift uh, shop in the, Philly.
0: The car weather Apollo Creed scenes mm-hmm. in the first movie are the, uh, the head of Paramount's office. That's right, they, yeah. They
1: went to the guy's office and, and were like... And then they just... They, ro- <laughs> they rolled a backdrop in it. So it's literally a painting. You'll realize nothing is moving in that backdrop. Yeah,
0: it's like, we gotta do something here. But I think that this is where... Uh, when the movie becomes mythic, every little detail now becomes a part. Of, oh yeah, there's tons of the lore, and look, we even see like in our lifetime we saw it happen with Ghostbusters, where mm-hmm. when we were growing up, Ghostbusters was just it was just a funny movie, and then all of a sudden, every single detail of Ghostbusters became just like magnifying,
1: right? Aspect. Which is the nostalgia culture that yeah. We were what? in. We wouldn't have had that convention if it wasn't for like that we went to a month ago.
0: No, and you know what? We didn't have at that convention. Uh, enough alcohol.
1: You, we had a ton of alcohol. No, I, I had. A,
0: drink. I had a lot of alcohol. Dude, I left with too many beers. FYI. <laughs> FYI. It's the PBR in my fridge. PBR, PBR, yeah, yeah, but anyway. But no, no. Um, so we get Rocky Two. Rocky Two, uh, I long can uh, long said was one of the all time great sequels. Mm-hmm. I really, I do feel like I think it's uh, of an age where there really wasn't a sequel market. There wasn't right. a, a sequel idea. Uh, Rocky two was as good as Godfather two, Aliens. Uh, these low hanging fruit are the ones, and you know, like I would group Rocky two in with RoboCop two, mm-hmm. like to these just sequels. People like don't even they forgot about for so long. But anyway, so we give Rocky two, but and it doesn't
1: then, do. So the first one does two twenty one, two hundred twenty one million. The second one is 220. So not... Usually most sequels today, you hear that they go over, but They're then the like, drop-off is, is fast. Yeah, right. You know, like they Wonder go, Woman 2 is going to be like, ugh, and yeah, then the 80, it's going to be like a bad drop-off. 84
0: is going to be like four times Wonder Woman 1. Right. Week 2, down 81%. Right,
1: right, right. Yeah. So th- this is before... This is where things were in theaters for a long time. This is post-Star Wars. Long draw. Where word of the mouth mattered. Their, reviews yeah. mattered. Re- uh,
0: yeah. Reviews and gang stories post-release for movies mattered. Uh, yeah, definitely significant. So, and then, what did he do? What else did he do around Rocky Two? What do we have? I don't. Rem- I didn't write that. So, what so Rocky and- Two. And, uh, so When's post Rambo. So post. Rambo? So post- Rocky Two, we have one of the all time uh, best, um, almost like buddy cop. The gritty buddy cop movies that were kind of spawned out of the French Connection. Mm-hmm. So William Friedkin. Uh, created a genre with his style for uh, Friends Connection. Roy Schneider, Gene Hackman, look it up. But 1981 gave us Nighthawks. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and Escape to Victory. So he, mm-hmm. again... The good
1: beard. Yeah, the good beard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, again, two hard-hitting movies, different movies. He's not playing... Ath- like, he's playing different types of roles. Mm-hmm. So every single every single chance he's had with a Rocky success... He's actually swinging for the fences, doing something else, and and Nighthawks and Escape to Victory were paid actor roles. He didn't write anything. They selected him. Those were uh, scenarios that he created within the studio. So he does two movies in eighty one. Probably yeah, I'm sure Nighthawks was a little bit nineteen eighty, okay. But then we have Rocky three, mm. and, and that, now we have his maybe first like how would, say, okay. I kind of, I kind of say seventy eight was a monster year for him because he did have Fist and Paradise Alley, mm-hmm. two movies I adore. But eighty two is another like one two punch year where, where we have Rocky three and First Blood.
1: Right, so he's, like two complete, holy uh, crap! Yeah, and, and one of them he's spearheading a brand new kind of that new genre.
0: Yeah, a whole a there's whole. not a
1: lot of Vietnam's film films at this time.
0: Uh, no, it was, a, the you know, so here's the thing. So part of what layer what I call like the Vietnam apologist error in Hollywood.
1: Is that post-Platoon?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much like, but then again with Platoon, there was the, uh, because like the Vietnam movies that were before Platoon would were, were be like um, The Boys Accompany C, mm-hmm. uh, which were more like, I don't, I don't want to say they were nationalistic, but they were just more about like the conflict. That, mm-hmm. that those movies portrayed. And then, like, Platoon came and we had casual, Casualties of War with Michael J. Fox and Sean Penn, another Brian De Palma film. Mm-hmm. And, and we did have these apologist movies uh, who – the one guy that broke that trend was Mel Gibson with We Were Soldiers. He did a legit, <laughs> like, a legit Vietnam movie that was about Napalm and the mm-hmm. destructive nature of Napalm. But no, no, no. But, uh, yeah, dude, like, Rocky Three and First Blood, uh, now you have the continuation of now you would consider a franchise or mm-hmm. a hell of a trilogy. And then we right. have the birth of John Rainbow. Right. Which is, I don't know, maybe one of the best adaptations from a novel. Like, next to yeah, Die Hard, most, where, right. like, the novel doesn't even matter. Right, like, right, right. Jurassic Park book doesn't like Jaws, matter.
1: Jaws, book, whatever it doesn't matter. Yeah, right.
0: it goes into this line of like cherry picking a couple ideas and making a hell of a hell of a movie. And then, uh, it, do, do you have anything for Rocky
1: Three? Well, the thing is, it's funny. I think, even as like a kid, and I must have seen it when it probably when I was a little bit older. Yeah, I didn't like the inclusion of I felt I felt like it was like selling out. Even then, even when I was a kid, because I was like, "Why is Hulk, Why is Hulk yeah, Hogan but, in this?" But the B.A. Mo- but the character, car- yeah, like, but the, you know, but the like, character himself is selling out. Too. I, like, I know like, like, it, right? it's like, super it's, meta. It's meta, like, it's yeah. meta before meta. It is meta like, it's kind of insane. Yeah,
0: because I remember uh, before I knew there was a Rocky Three, I knew of wrestling, mm-hmm. and when someone told me that Hulk Hogan was in the Rocky movie, like I couldn't understand it because one guy wrestled and one guy boxed. Like, I was young enough to know the right, difference.
1: Right. And then I remember originally watching that movie. Oh, because Hulk Hogan is a character. We don't <laughs> think of Hulk Hogan as a character. He's, he's, he's Hulk Hogan. He placed on their lips. Yeah. But when I see that but, movie when I was a kid, I'm just like, is this a wrestling? Is this on t-? Like, I don't I don't think my brain could, like, concept Yeah. It. I, my, I don't think I as- accepted
0: the scenario of the two of them mm-hmm. together, even though, like, now when I watch it, I'm like, oh, it's like this, pro- it's a promo, it's a thing. It's like you do these things sometimes to just to get more money, right? Like, now, like, the uh, adult version of me understands that the kid version of me was like, wh- why would they be. Fighting though, how w- w- how would that be exhibition. fair? Like, right. what what rules are you applying right, right, to this? Right. Can can Hogan just
1: and it's kind of weird now name? because people, right? I know. Well, <laughs> it, now it's ironic because there's many like either MMA people going into yeah wrestling or vice versa, or boxers that are MMA fighters or yeah wrestlers that go to boxing. Like, it's it's yeah, kind of funny.
0: Even even Mayweather, uh, he's fighting that Japanese guy, and after fighting Conor McGregor, and it's an exhibition money. Rain. it's not even the money grab it, you're printing money right. okay it's beyond right. that but now it's like it's funny how like that's accepted people can wrap their minds around it I just remember yeah and then even the inclusion of clever Lang in Rocky 3 so I went through a period where I didn't watch any rocky movie for a stretch mm-hmm. and then when I was watching them like I, it might have been when the original DVD box set came out right. the, which was all like the the, the the clip shells. Right, right, right. And they would click, mm-hmm. Okay, and they, they would lined up to make the poster for Rocky Four <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because again, like we're, we all associa- we associate all Rocky movies now with Rocky Four, and and I went through them knowing, like at that point, the one I saw the most was Rocky Five because like that was repeated on HBO at one point. So mm-hmm. like, and then the crossover with Tommy Gunn, the real life boxer, mm-hmm. you know, and then Sage Stallone, who's like the, the real life son of Stallone, being in Rocky Five. So I went through those, and the arc that emerged between Rockies one, two, and three was enlightening because again, like Clubber Lang is the is the lesson of of never losing your edge, of like respecting your opponents, of not thinking you're on a high horse, right, and that it blew me away because like it, it's a legitimate arc. like he took almost like nothing he took this random success from rocky and now there's a character arc where he has gained and lost success right and and around that you have gods like you have apollo creed you have clever lang you mm-hmm. like you have these like the the greek gods around this dude from philly right and but then again uh if we watch rocky 3 he's a hundred percent more intelligent than he was in Rocky because he's part retarded. He got Rocky. over – right. He he got he's, over he's retar-
1: that. <laughs> but, but I do – what I find interesting with that is that they um, – Apollo Creed uh, flips sides basically. I mean, you know, he, he says, yeah. I need to get you back. He, it's more respect on that. Like, I think that's – I think I, I, that makes four – if three wasn't there, four makes no – I mean, of course, it would make no sense. But there is a kinship that happens – and it's it's a respect kinship. It's yeah. it's completely different than I've you've ever seen. It's almost like, you know, like it's almost like when sometimes like Luther and Superman are kind of like yeah. you know teaming up in a way.
0: Right, and it's it's just one of those things where it's it's an obvious choice. And they're the, on the beach running. Yeah, they they but they <laughs> had it. they had the actor set up so mm-hmm. the, and the story set up to where like people would understand him training, uh, like Rocky, and then yeah, and then we have these the emergence of the shredded Stallone, the fitness Stallone, right. the slow motion shots, mm-hmm. the short shorts, the, the tank tops. Like Now we have Stallone now emerging as a sex idol. Mm-hmm. And we saw that in the Oprah episode we watched today, where it was mostly about who he's dating and banging. Right, right, right. It was right. like, so you're you're on an hour network television, and you're literally getting drilled by Oprah on who you're banging because you have a mullet for uh, Rainbow <laughs> Three. <laughs> he and can cut it. it, but he was promoting it, so he was like, well, you know, what he said, he said, I can't touch my, I prefer not to touch my hair until the movie gets released, because he said you never know when you have to come back for like another like a reshoot. Wow. So he okay. said that like in the beginning of, of, of the okay. Oprah. yeah he he perfectly explained they wouldn't why throw a wig on him or like do like an Obi Wan beard or do uh, the, <laughs> the 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 Caval, uh Justice League mustache, Whoa. which is <laughs> <laughs> it looks but,
1: like there's like an invisible like slug on his lip. What
0: is that? Was such a weird move? Yeah. Because what scenes would even like I I watched it that. adds
1: nothing to the movie.
0: Yeah, it's it's and the, all the scenes and that really, he's in adds nothing. to It's the movie. literally Josh Whedon aren't like you won't talk about high horse aren't high horse thinking you're like you 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 are literally superman you're here to save the day and save that movie he i think he literally thought he was going to save that movie but anyway but no okay so we get rocky three we get Nighthawks, escape to victory uh i'm sorry rocky three <laughs> 1982 rocky three first blood
1: and then 1983 we have staying alive mm-hmm. so that's when he so he has no connection to *Saturday Night Fever*. Actually, a strange connection because you know John Evelton left. He couldn't. He couldn't direct *Rocky II* because he wanted to direct *Staying Alive*. Yeah. So that's interesting. And then he likes the movie so much he writes a sequel to it. But also, it's like fan fiction. Almost, almost selling out, right? Where it's yeah. like, okay, it's going to be about aerobics, right? And well, then, it's not
0: so much. So he's so uh, and then he, but the, like the Stallone I, character. Is, is, I think it's so
1: crazy. So he's with he's directing. Travolta. Yeah. Like it seems so crazy. They seem like not the same person, but they're a similar yeah. look. So like how is that? So even a the thing? story for this, the, the the melodrama
0: I think is a little bit of a disconnect. But the actual story of Travolta in that, if you follow Travolta, he he has left his home. He's now on the ground bottom of the dance industry, just trying to get a bit on Broadway, just trying to get a bit somewhere. Mm-hmm. And now everything that Stallone's struggle was in uh, pre-rocky is written into this movie there is a scene where uh Travolta is washing his clothes in the shower with soap right and, right, and right. Stallone always referenced like that was from real life and I'm sure there's like other things now uh the movie is pure 80s also which is weird like when you watch it today th- there's a style uh what we're seeing on stage because <laughs> the, the the performance that they're doing like the the, the musical to the play right it's like heaven and hell it's like almost like a metaphor and it doesn't come off like what's happening on stage in on that like it doesn't come off but at the end of the day if you were going to make a sequel to to, <laughs> to saturday night fever like this is like it's a ballsy it's a ballsy attempt it's, like, this right. idea of, of taking the character and saying, and I, I view it as, like, an aliens Like, if we're going to take, like, Sigourney Weaver, like, can we put her with Space Marines into a war and, and show, like, that she's, like, bad. She's a bad girl. Like, don't mm-hmm. mess with her. And I think some of the best sequels take that chance. Mm-hmm. Okay? And some of them fail at it. You know, one would be, like, Dark Knight Rises or something. Um, like, Matrix Reloaded might be guilty of it, mm-hmm. where they, they did... They wanted to do too much with some of those concepts. But – and then we have ones that just don't resonate. They don't hit. But this movie, at least there's points where you can chart. And <laughs> I'm going way – I'm going too far into <laughs> Staying Alive. Yeah, But but Staying Alive has points where it's it's a character arc stemming from Saturday Night Fever. Mm-hmm. And if you compare it to – I'll just make a quick comparison. It's something like Robocop 3, which doesn't do anything. See, RoboCop 3 has no intent. It doesn't know what it's trying to be with the characters, okay? And and it's just this, like, off-plastic, cardboard feeling. Platitudes, I know I'm using platitudes, mm-hmm. platitudes, but it's just the feeling of the movie sometimes. But this movie at least is a guy struggling, trying to make his way into the world, and I think, you know, like, that's a good selling point if you got Stallone, like, spearheading the project. And then you got Travolta coming back. Like, how you not say yes
1: to making that movie right but like most people don't even think it's do they use it's not bg songs right no it's frank stallone songs there's frank yeah. stallone songs yeah. on there but which the sound- makes it even better <laughs> <laughs> but i want to say that like i had that soundtrack too hey next creator corner frank, frank stallone, <laughs> stallone. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the after that'll be the midweek show a wednesday 20 minute show yeah um I don't really know, but okay. Is there any success in this film? Like, meaning it w- was it successful box office critically? I don't have any concept I don't of even it.
0: Know, like, I don't even know where it is money wise. Uh, okay, box office. Okay, the budget was twenty two million. Mm-hmm.
1: Box office sixty five million. So not uh, not totally awful because that, marketing costs back then didn't. Now they say whatever the movie's budget is, you double it.
0: Yeah, it's one point like I or, marking, or like I thought it was like one point five. It's like it's unless it's, it's, it's a, a whole, unless it's a Marvel it's a whole film, it's and double, like a half.
1: <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, at least because you're paying for SpaghettiOs right. with the Marvel it's movie. Double. <laughs> yeah. But back then, that would be that would be profitable. Yeah. So, so a lot
0: of it too. I think Staying Alive, uh, pun intended, didn't have staying power. Meaning it probably got people
1: well, out. The thing that I it, remember it just is, didn't resonate. Who's is it? Fanola Hughes, who was on. She was on like I think All My Children. She didn't dance though. Like they
0: have a no, body double. They do. Hundred percent. Yeah, clear body. Like, but, but she what? is so hot though.
1: She's so hot. No, I just I, remember I, I, the body double. I just remember, remember that, that they, they would they probably would just have body double having in.
0: a boner like watching that movie. <laughs> Because like, everyone's so hot. Even like, even Travolta is just, like, <laughs> jacked. It's almost like Travolta and Stallone worked out the entire time the yeah, movie was being I, he, made. He, he had these sculpted both, him. they're both just, like, ripped. But, okay, so you, you kind of said this was a sellout movie. But the next movie up, I would say, is Stallone's first attempt, not at selling out, but maybe thinking he's above the ether. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do whatever he wants, and he's going to make the number thirteen because you're Jim Carrey, and you think you can do a like a like sure. a horror right, right, right. thriller, and people are <laughs> going to buy you in a horror thriller. No, Jim Carrey, please do Ace Ventura Three. We want to see you come <laughs> out of another animal's anus again, please. Right. And we see this time and time again. People lose themselves. They mm-hmm. lose themselves. Okay. Right. He does, rhinestone with Dolly Parton. Which he... Written which and started. I know, but back then... Yeah. But just
1: remember, this is like... 9 to 5, Dolly's huge. There, Dolly's it, huge. It, it's a it's a pitch meeting. They're in it a room is. like, okay, yeah. listen. Stallone wants to do a project. He wants to do a comedy. Yeah. Let me get the person on a height. Yeah,
0: on, on a rising or, star. Or the way how I envision some of these, too. It's like the creative artist agency, the CAA. Yeah, meaning yeah. that, like, oh, we, we have two of our biggest talents, and they both have a scheduling opening. Mm-hmm. Like, we have six weeks for these two what do we have and then st- they call stallone and he's like hey i have an idea for that and then like two days later script
1: because yeah, he could do a script in two days He did yeah. rocky script in two and a half days <laughs> yeah <laughs> but
0: but that but so rhinestone uh look i don't have much of a recollection rhinestone might be a movie i would like to revisit i would right. like to go back into this movie because but then again too it's just rhinestone also stylistically seems to be like some of the comedies of the era Mm-hmm. Like what, what? What's the um? Is it BJ and, and and the bear the the Clean Eastwood? No, what's the Clean Eastwood monkey
1: movie? With way, loose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So and then like, they did like another one. You know what I mean? Any which way you can.
0: Right. So like there's it, it. I think for 1984, this was a style of like heightened, maybe like layer, like um stylized slapstick. comedies. Yeah. yeah slapstick. Where,
1: it's misunderstanding. The yeah. shadow water.
0: Right. Um opposing forces mm-hmm. like hey you're from the country I'm from the city hey we don't get along <laughs> but we have to like do this thing together right. okay right. so we have two
1: hours to do it Let's so go. 84 so here here's here's the thing We, but I, I can't believe that he wrote like what I find fascinating when you look through he's he's written or has some type of creative control <laughs> through everything almost from every single from, movie the biggest from, grossing from film
0: 1976 on we right now we're about to hit uh, 1985 mm-hmm. so already from 76 to 85 he has
1: written all but two movies <laughs> right. which was Nighthawks and Escape but he, to Victory but again because he was chiseled out and it was tabloid fodder shredded like lettuce Um, there's no there's no talk of him writing or being a creative talent? Oh no, no zero. Do no- in the media, there's no, yeah. there's nothing like that. So keep. He's in not mind- like, like Bradley Cooper today. Like D- he's the most brilliant person yeah. ever. Cause nice.
0: He made because he, he, he made a musical movie with that Lady. was done three times previously. Yeah, and with a <laughs> musical like if if he made The stars Born with someone that wasn't musically with- inclined. Like like Car-
1: Carly Rae Jepsen. What what if they did that? where yeah, they did like the lowest right. level, yeah. Like that's D, what I mean. and then yeah. elevated. They're like, no, we're taking this elevated person, and then we're gonna just put her in this, and she's already great.
0: Yeah, I, I like if if he did a Star Is Born with Grumpy Cat. <laughs> you got you got my attention, Bradley right. Cooper. But yeah, so he outside of two movies, he has had a, a hand in writing, and you can even say creating the project mm-hmm. like getting yeah. his hands on materials and reforming them and now he's on the run now that is already almost unheard of even for professional screenwriters mm-hmm. like screen professional screenwriters have me the best have five five to six pops outside of like a john logan a david Keop, a joe Hessell has mm-hmm. uh a paul schrader where you become like Uh, go-to guys for major directors but there's only a handful of those guys in all of history everyone else gets a couple pops you make a couple screenplays they get made and that's enough for you Mm -hmm. like you don't really these screenwriters are not grinders they're they're poppers meaning few people even have a career in screenwriting not saying that they're not in hollywood doing things but some of them aren't some of them only write one screenplay and gets made into a movie and then you never hear from them again right Still they can't love. get their
1: second one out and then the second one doesn't work and then they're not hireable yeah or they like won't hire them.
0: David S. Goyer would be like a great example of like the somehow he must have information on people from Warner Brothers or something <laughs> because he endless work from Warner Brothers endless mm-hmm. okay right. but no okay so we have uh, 1985 we have First Blood Part 2 mm-hmm. now titled Rainbow and we have Rocky Five.
1: Now, no Rocky Four. A uh, Rocky Four. I'm sorry. Yes, Rocky Four. Well, the interesting thing with that is that I, when I was a kid, because I never saw First Blood, I you get them. I felt the numbering was confusing. There's no number. Yes. Right? Uh, but I always was like, is that the first? Or I watched that one as the first one, and then I would go back. And I'm like, well, First Blood's the first one. I don't understand. It, it was like Terminator, Terminator Two. Like yeah, it was like. It's,
0: to me, we always watched uh, Rainbow mm-hmm. and then Rainbow Three we never cared about first blood right, because I, it's 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 a dirty movie he's not jacked he's not fighting the <laughs> russians he's not blowing up helicopters with a explosive arrow right.
1: well 3 is just it's, off the three, off the charts it's it's, it's a confusing stupid.
0: story yeah. right because in the beginning he's like rescuing um the the, the colonel from like a mm. like arab camp or some like isis type facility and then goes back goes back home or no or the second one is where he rescues the POWs yeah yeah. right so this one now he's oh he's with the russian afghan war he's he's okay so he's part of the insurgents of the afghans against the russians so he's actually on the side of like early isis in rainbow three which was completely topical of the time Mm -hmm. um you know, like, the Rus- Russia struggle in the Middle East was well documented in, in the mid-80s. That was part of the Reagan era. That was part of even, if you want to say, propaganda. But they put that stuff out to, to um, uh, they, oh, so, history note. So, the Reagan administration, uh, like, they assisted the rebels against the Russians to help bleed Russia dry. Because they knew uh, mm-hmm. russia was in a capitalistic economy and they had a limit to what they could spend mm-hmm. and that was a part of the long drawn-out war where russia would sink all of their money into the middle east and the us was just like given like advice and training mm-hmm. and, and and weapons maybe some soldiers like in in afghanistan to bleed russia dry so it's it is topical that that he would be there but the movie coherently I mean it's it's
1: just a commercial for Stallone. <laughs> right. <laughs> well luckily he uh, he ends the Cold War in Rocky Four, so that's yeah. fine. And and people can change. I can change. <laughs> we all can <laughs> and change. There's, and there's Gorbachev standing up. It's the weirdest ending. It it's is. really odd. Uh, um and then So wait, so that makes okay, so here's here's the thing with Rocky Four. Yeah. Is Rocky Four and I, and I didn't really think about this, I saw a stat on this today and I didn't even it's crazy to me. However, it does make sense. So maybe he was writing uh, Rambo and didn't have time to write Rocky Four because Rocky Four, and, and this is no lie, has eight montages. Yeah, you were ca- We were kind of talk about this. Thirty-two yeah. percent of the mo- It's a ninety-one minute film. Yeah, and thirty minutes, a third of the movie, is montages. Is montage eight different montages? Yeah, and we're also dealing with. Uh, I say this
0: a lot when it comes to Rocky Four what i think when if you describe a rocky movie to someone who, who's never seen one you and the way you describe it what they're going to like conjure is going to be rocky 4 i think rocky 4 is the rocky movie because mm-hmm. it's just training and and punching and and we have an easily discernible enemy like we like he's it, a
1: yeah there's no again it's we a, the such beginning. a clear plot or lack of Apollo like, Creed is not a villain in the first one he's not an antagonist necessarily no, well, he but, isn't but necessarily in Rocky 2 he's built though he's
0: built as because in the first one he's calling him a chump he's calling him right. a paper like not a paper challenger maybe not mm-hmm. paper champion but he's like he he's what helps in the story because mm-hmm. you root for like Rocky more and more in Rocky 1 but then yeah he turns and then Spoiler alert, like, Rocky Four begins with this exhibi- <laughs> exhibition match, and he, he, he gets mauled by Ivan Drago, who is the the soft-in-the-eyes uh, Dolph Lundgren, <laughs> who is just ripped and jacked, who got picked up right from, was he like a bouncer? Uh, Grace I, Jones picked him up, right, discovered right, him, okay? Right. Uh, streamlined him entirely, went all, and... That's a, and and he was a chemist. He had like a he has a like right. He's a,
1: brilliant. He, apparently. Yeah, he's like a
0: genius. <laughs> this giant
1: Jack. So you have two people that man. are amazingly smart but act like retards. Yeah, right. They act like they <laughs> act like they are not. Yeah. good at things.
0: So uh, Rocky Four, I really think it's it's next to Top Gun, when, when the best wartime like, and I do believe the Cold War. As being World War Time. It's one of the best nationalist movies you can ever have. Nationalist in the truest sense that uh, America has values and, and we're going to display those values, but we're also going to show how how we can come to the table together. I think the speech at the end says that. Does it come off? But I'll tell you one thing uh, some of that stuff today would be. It's fu- really good. It, it's it, it's great be, writing. It would be yeah. helpful, though, because, like, it's just the the way things are divided and and the way you're taught to like hate aside today mm-hmm. like within because right now you can kind of say it's a cold civil war right, right now i mean i'd look at rocky four and i'm like wow i'm mean, like at least at least people were kind of like on the same side countrywide like country right. and right. i think there's a lot to say about that but at the same time uh we have two jacked Sweated up, they're dudes. pretty perfect, glistening. Yes, the <laughs> glistening. Well, the, the, I think the poster,
1: in. the Rocky Poor poster is like just look. burned into my brain with yeah. him with the, with the uh, flag over him, and Draped he's kind of laying on people, Beat and up. It's almost like blood, it's almost yeah. like a Michelangelo like sculpture. It
0: is almost like yeah. It's almost you like the, it's almost like if the Pieta had a sequel. Exactly. <laughs> it's <rocky. laughs> like Je- like Jesus like revives. Right. He's That's exactly that what moves. I'm thinking.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's like ready to go. But no, it's but he put all the writing into that one spe- speech. There's nothing. There's hardly anything in the movie. There, there's there, hardly any no. words in the movie. But
0: you know what too? I think when it comes to the skills of a filmmaker, mm-hmm. and I think that it's almost like a um. I was watching Aeon Flux today. Uh, MTV, Liquid Television. Look it up. Aeon Flux. Peter Chong. Peter Chong. Good. Yeah. Uh, Aeon Flux. Can't put it past me. Yeah. I think past. Yeah. A, it's a, over me. Yeah. You're saying Drax with right. metaphors. <laughs> I will catch them. <laughs> nothing goes over my yeah. head, I would catch it. My but, reflexes are too fast. Yeah. But no, but but the thing is, though, like Aeon Flux is uh, it works so well originally because it was silent. And then yeah. once once they added words and characters and made it a series, it was like wow. There's really I nothing don't here. Watch. Yeah, right. and and I think sometimes the skill of a creative entity is silence. Okay. Well, this is, would
1: be his like fifth fifth film. One two. Three, it might be
0: five. But in all, it's got to be his. Um. By by, I know by the time he did Rocky three it was like the 31st film he was
1: in right i mean he's, yeah he's so directing he's, all these he's, he's directing two did. three and four yeah so he's he's directed But again we're kids there's three, no two, mention that he writes or it's, directs it's the fifth it's not a thing it's yeah. not a concept it's the fifth okay and the robot's in four and the robot was james brown's robot <laughs> james apparently Brown. what was the it name was of? like his tour robot yeah, what's the name of the robot and who watched the kid did the robot just watch this kid yeah
0: because it's a robot oh my god it's, it's almost like lost in space like, that was, like, Robbie the robot. Right.
1: <laughs> it, is, I, it is funny, culturally, to watch these in the movie and just think about 78, right? It's almost the 60s. Like, when they have it, yeah. when they shoot it, then it's almost the 60s. There's, like, it's lone sharks, and you know what I mean? It's just, like... <sighs> yeah, it's it's almost, like, the
0: Rocky is almost, like, part of crime drama. It's right. Like, it, it really is. Because, right. like, the, the way my father spoke... Because, you know, my father's from South Philly. Mm-hmm. Like, the way how he spoke about it and my grandfather... Like, it, you will watch Rocky and be like, oh, like I know wow, those people. Yeah. They're my uncle. Like, yeah, I get it, you know? And, and I think Rocky is significant for that. But then again, it's also a sign of the time, which means that it does fade and mm-hmm. it is drifting away. Yeah, you know, and I do believe Rocky is losing relevance he's got
1: but two Lamborghinis. He's got
0: two <laughs> 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 back to back. Caney coated Lambos. Yeah. Back to back. But Rocky four is always It's
1: three hundred million, made the most money. It's hands a down.
0: Go to movie. Yes. Okay. It's a um I think it is a. if if you're talking about film study, it is it is a study on you can watch that movie silent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would agree with that. We can follow it. Which is he's got
1: a beard, he's gonna go up the mountain
0: <laughs> I love it. But hey and it's also a, it's also like a symbol for anyone into fitness. Like Rocky for the ideas of the montage. The um, you know, like well, the, I mean, it's uh,
1: it's, it's electronics, the, the, and then he's getting steroids, yeah, he's getting pumped yeah, in, He's getting it, needles. The
0: KGB like stalking him while right. he's training, trying he to trick him them. and get him snuck in the snow.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, like are you they crazy? crash the car. Yeah, like they're not gonna. Yeah, it's just and, so crazy. He's like I will fight this K these KGB officers, you know, but I won't touch them. And then, you know, and
0: then he runs to the top of the mountain to cry dragon. Mm-hmm. And then that wait, isn't that like that's actually good sound editing? Because because I'm just remembering that scene. Doesn't he? So the montage is ending.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: the The music's going. Yeah, the helicopter shot up and around. Yeah, and then he he hits the top and he yells, "Drago!" And doesn't it go to like the bell? The is cut. It, the cuts are amazing. Yeah. Yes. The, the it's, form it's cuts like, in. Bing, and it's bing, like yeah. And it's, you're like, I don't know. and That's it. That's masterful. i right. re, Like I love it, but. But he shaved. Then he shaved him he had time to <laughs> shave. He time to shave.
1: I ran down the mountain. and I shaved him late, and I got to get in the ring. So, um, no, so so wait so before yeah. we leave Rocky Four yeah why does Rocky Four like have a weird what is the, what is our connection to Rocky Four musically what's our thing?
0: <sighs> it's Transformers the movies. It's Vince, or boy Vince. Right. Well, it's it's st- Vince the
1: Vince the does this does this. so, so he it's does it's the so synthesizer
0: much. score. Watch parts of it literally sound like Transformers. Just exactly like Transformers Movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, exactly. It's like
1: dun dun
0: dun 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 dun
1: dun right. It's like hey. Well, that, it's weird. Like that you, dude I mean, was on the run. But see, that's what's interesting. He's, he's, is, is he had two uh, it's of the time, yeah. right? But like, because you go one and two, it's you get traditional. You get Bill Conti music, wonderful. Don't get me wrong. One, yeah. two, right, three, three. They put "Eye of the Tiger" and "Survivor." They put most of that yes. album on did, the yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. you know what I mean. So that's interesting. But then they still have Rocky themes in, or they did like a version of "Eye of the Tiger." I think <laughs> I want to say that it, Conti did a version of that. I like,
0: don't know. I don't know if "Eye of the Tiger" is in Rocky Four. I'm just thinking of it. No, it's in three. Right. Um, but hearts on fire is in Rocky four. Yes, on
1: fire. And that's where he throws his uh, deep desire. <laughs> <laughs> is that him in the Lambo riding I, around the tunnel? He, he been, gets out. Wait, and wait, Throws wait. it, or is that three? No,
0: no that's three. The, okay. The, no, no, no. Because isn't the third? So throw the helmet. When's he throw the helmet? I I think he's having flashbacks of Creed. So that is yeah, four. Yeah. That is four. That's one of the one the, of the eight the, montages. The recap recapping. What happened 10 minutes ago in the
1: movie, by the way. In case you missed it. In case In, in, that, in, that, in, case in, case, in this 91-minute film. we You know what we need to do? We need to go back like 10 yeah. minutes.
0: <laughs> 91 We got to keep this going. We got to keep... Dude, the movie Rocky Four literally tight. is a 30-minute fight. It is 30 minutes. And, and, it's a, it's and, a and that's the only minutes. thing we care about. And the fight's not even like a real fight because like, they're skipping rounds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like haymakers round. and they skip... <laughs>
1: It He's like, oh, I, got I got him. Put me out there. I got him. Oh, the weird thing with Rocky 1, if you watch Rocky 1, because like, I was watching all the makeup stuff, oh, is yeah. when they go cut me, make you can literally see like the squib in the guy's hand. He just like squirts on his face. Does he really? You can That's, see it. I it's love it. Bad. That's awesome. I'm telling you. Look. His knuckles. Do you know about his knuckles? Stallone's knuckles? So he. No. His knuckles are literally worn down for life because he was punching the meat. Oh. And he, he wasn't properly taped. Wasn't properly taped. And wow. And like, his knuckles are like, they're forever messed up just raw or like Mm -hmm. they're 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 ground down wow that's amazing and that scene's funny too because he pushes paulie away and he starts punching and his hands are already bloody like (laughs) like he (laughs) doesn't hit it like he doesn't there wasn't a a, you know that's amazing okay but rocky ford 300 million make some cash cola make some cash so you
0: are are we done you ready you're ready to jump to 86 87 because we have another double year so he wrote two movies Mm -hmm. uh directed two movies right right directed no he wrote two movies and he he let me see here he (laughs) let me just i'm trying to go through my notes. he indirect he wrote two movies 1986 cobra Mm 1987 over the top right so you you have two i guess two movies very exploitative films exploitative people love to hate uh his current wife now that he met in rocky 4 uh bridget nielsen Mm -hmm was the um dangerous in distress in cobra mm-hmm. uh cobra also i might have been so here here's uh, tell me i don't know if you agree or if you ever had this take on it so the late 70s early 80s uh, a lot of thrillers you know kind of like rosemary baby was obsessed with satanic cults so that was like the the uh, you know which had the revival recently but you know the, the the satanic cult craze came from the charles manson murders mm-hmm. And Hollywood responded, and they created a, maybe like so maybe like the greatest era of thrillers. Period was like the Roman Polanski, Rosemary's Baby, like mm. era, uh, and then you know we kind of have an ending of that era with Cobra, with the villain in Cobra, with the with the cult, like you know, like it was it was a, a cult driven movie, it's a violent movie, uh, and you can equally say it, it's it's what's worse what like now action movies started to become under fire culturally in that mm. era because stallone was promoting violence like steven c Steve mcqueen and bullet it's essentially the same freaking character right. he, he essentially is mcqueen and bullet in this movie but for some reason stallone's the one pushing violence and then to pair that up uh we have uh i, I guess a movie like both of these movies have lived on like they've they, they've grown right. Because uh, people love Over the Top
1: now. It's becoming this. It's going to become this. It, again, it's not... Even then I knew it was stupid and cheesy and flipping the switch with my hat and all that. So like, But it didn't matter. And this was also the time it's when the best, <laughs> when they started merchandising. Like they merchandised that film out. You can uh, buy a wrestling, uh, an yeah, arm wrestling had like, action figures. Yeah, action figures. You can buy like a thing where you can brace yourself and wrestle, arm yeah. wrestle your buddies. Yeah, and, but it's so weird. It's also
0: like this idea that uh, arm wrestling was a thing. You didn't like again. Like you, you didn't know anything about. Well, they that made that it lifestyle like, and culture. Right. And and uh, so you learn three things were over the top. Okay, we're we're just going to say. Just go watch Cobra. Just I think and Cobra 2 is I almost feel like we need to do like a commentary I've, on Cobra.
1: I don't even really
0: I barely Oh remember. my god. Okay. But over the top, you learn three things in over the top. Mm-hmm. You learn about the arm wrestling culture, the competitive culture. Is it is it?
1: Or yeah. did they just combine oh. it with
0: Oh no, no, no. Arm professional arm wrestling and you can Do you
1: think he couldn't make a wrestling film or he? kind of did already make a wrestling film he's like what do i do now well, arm wrestling that's maybe, in the like consciousness I, th- I
0: think a lot of the guys in over the top were some of the top bodybuilders of the time okay and, and i do believe it's, it's a little bit of uh like schwarzenegger with predator where he got friends he liked lifting with to be like around right. that movie right and i think yeah. o- o- over the top for saloon was very much that but we learned three things we learned about arm wrestling we learned about trucking people that that drove trucks for a living and we learned about child custody. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of to, like I learned to, about
1: divorce from Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. how I, that's how yeah, I learned Mrs. about divorce. Not
0: Kramer versus Kramer. Right. Now no, no, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah.
1: It's much sadder yeah, and, and more co- correct.
0: And I will, I will say this. Uh, if we were to go with the, you know, again, again like Roger Ebert, uh, the best movies are the ones you learn something from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Over the top does it's, – it's a lot like Face and Furious. It, it shows us – a part of the world that we may not have access to. And I do feel like it's successful in that, but it's also also has one of the best airbrush movie posters of all time <laughs> with with the ripped arm and, and the truck the, the, the sparkling yeah, airbrush yeah, yeah, truck yeah. in the background. Yeah. Uh but other than that, uh yeah, I mean Was pe- the truck the prize? Yeah, something? yeah, because he needed the the truck for his jobs. That's right. So yeah,
1: I guess there is no um, but then, super blue collar like like there is no truck culture. I never I never knew they would sleep in that bag. Like, why would I think that? Yeah, that, why would the, I know? That's I what I mean. Like,
0: them. and but the movie has <laughs> a weak culture. villain. The kid's stepfather's like, I will buy you that truck if you give me custody for the kid. And Savon Savon like hit my blood like you know like you just have these like one line right. responses it's the best but no i think it's um uh, again if we're if we were to take these movies out of context meaning that uh what other like here's here's the crazy thing too what other like it it i know this is bizarre this is a dream warriors take <laughs> what other arm wrestling movie would you compare over the top two there's only one arm wrestling <laughs> right, movie right there's only one and one. done yeah it's it, one and there's, done. It, there's uh i think benny the bear which is a documentary okay and that's it like that we're, it. we're done we're done with the arm wrestling so okay so we we have cobra wrestling. over the top 1988 we have rainbow three 89 okay so we have rainbow three we we have the the ending
1: we just watched a Rainbow three uh, grilling session on oprah
0: we did so uh so now uh post cobra the same year that cobra comes out leading mm-hmm. into rainbow three we have something magnificent so we have a uh again to talk to Ron, thank you ronald reagan ronald reagan uh helped deregulate commercial markets and said we can um, we can advertise directly to children, but he set parameters. Mm-hmm. And some of those parameters it was like, well, if we have like a program that sold something like a cartoon that's legal, we can do that. So in 1986, we have Rainbow the cartoon,
1: <laughs> and so and, so and the Freedom Force. <laughs> okay. the Rainbow's Rainbow's full, rated R, correct? Full tour line, yeah, rated R. So how on earth, like, yeah, I know this came out. I know it's a thing.
0: Full tour line. Uh, I will I will say this. Um, I did watch a couple episodes of that because it's available on Amazon Prime. No, it might be available on Stars. I'm sorry, I had to check YouTube. Yeah. It cool. but but here's the thing: uh, it's a little bit of a response to GI Joe. the The design work, the story is is there. It and that, it it continues continues from episode to episode. It's mm-hmm. almost like a through line. Uh, I it's if you, if you were to compete with GI Joe, it's no better. Like you have Rainbow, you have the perfect property that's already associated, you know, with military right you have, patriotism. You have the perfect superhero, real life superhero, Stallone, and they scaled up the action figures. They went five point five inches. GI Joe was three and a quarter. It's it's the right. perfect it like playmates. It's yes, yeah, it's the perfect competitor competitor for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't catch on like a lot of stuff has it didn't reach the covering the 60 episodes that animation needed to go syndicated it was one and done but now we have three rainbow movies now we have an animated series with Mm -hmm. a full-fledged uh i think coleco did the made no remco did did, did, the the toy line but we have a full effort from a guy that has zero education okay now we have four rocky movies (laughs) <laughs> we have a full franchise that went to market, okay, on kids' shelves with a dude that people believe is a stuttering retard with a speech impediment. Like it's mm. amazing. It's this is this is the American story here. This he's one. We're, we're only in the mid '80s, and he's already, in my eyes, one of the greatest creative minds in the history. Of every uh, of everything, and and mm-hmm. no one gives him credit, and he's on Oprah, and they want to talk about who he's
1: banging. <laughs> they want Oh, like, well, and then he gets grilled by a mom, the, the mother groups, who yeah. and he defended the product, which he, is uh, yeah. amazingly. He goes he kills the people against violence. He, he says kid- you got to watch. The there's, a for there's a lesson, and there's <laughs> and yeah. you have to get to the end. <laughs> and like he sh- he could have easily like, we talked about this. He could have easily like turned the turned it back around and go, well, why? Because like, this is for my seven year old. Like why are you watching? Why are you letting your seven year old watch? And this? he kind he doesn't do that. Yeah. Yeah, but because a little bit later, yeah, he kind of
0: like indirectly says it, but at the same time, I think this is where the confusion came from because at the time the cartoon series was was see this is where uh, right. like this is where context now is so yeah. important because <laughs> between Rainbow Two and Three, which got more violent, more creative because you got height in the kills and the weapons used and everyone,
1: we we had Didn't a, help that they picked that clip. Which had no dialogue from Rambo 3. (laughs) And they show, well, again, why are you on Oprah? Well, he's on Oprah because he's, you know. Pushing, promoting. And it's it's top rated. You know what I mean?
0: It's it's daytime. It's top rated. And there's no bad publicity. Uh, I really feel like he's. um, Dude, this guy, like, quick skirt here. Sylvester Stallone is one of the only celebrities, even now, to defeat the hashtag Me Too movement. Because they came after him. And Stallone's like. Is don't bring me your garbage it's like in Fight Club when he's like he brings a guy the uh, Ed Norton the Xerox and he's mm-hmm. like did you leave this on the copier and he just crumbles it up and he's like don't bring me your garbage right. and he just threw away the Me Too movement like it was like <laughs> nothing like <laughs> I it was even yeah like it was garbage and it, one of the only people to properly announce it and to address it but I, and I feel like he was able to do that because we even saw on today's Oprah I can't believe we're talking about oprah and dream Warriors. it was on when you when hey, I, well, I,
1: <laughs> I wouldn't i wasn't watching that yeah, I, by yeah, the way you're like pete i walk you, in i'm you like why are we <laughs> watching
0: <laughs> but the thing is though, it's uh but by this point by 1988 okay stallone people were fascinated with his physique mm. and and his tabloid life more than the content right watch again few people have survived that like that type of onslaught so we're going to we're going to jump here we're going to go to uh <laughs> one of my favorite years another wonderful one two combo you ready mm-hmm. 1989
1: we have lock up we have tango and cash lock up the character's name is frank leone <laughs> so it was always <laughs> yeah. the thing. my dad texted me i was like we're doing stallone this week he's like make sure you talk about lock yeah. up that's our namesake <laughs> that's I'm like, our namesake. well i don't know it's you know <laughs> well spe-
0: speaking of bradley it's good speaking it's-
1: of Good. Look, you know. it's
0: uh, there was a fascination with uh, prison. action, this like action, action prison, he's action, in prison, prison films. films. Yeah, he's in, in he's the in, same in, year. He's in because <laughs> <Well, laughs> they're in, they go to prison in right, and and, Tango yeah. and Cash. And they also do the A Team. Let's make a supercar in mm-hmm. Tango and Cash. Now, I love both of these movies. I literally love him and Kurt Russell. I think them as a pair. I mean, like they could do another tango. Yeah, I'm and surprised cash that, now. that never
1: happened. Yeah, because they're yeah.
0: they're really well together. Uh, but '89, we kind of had uh, this thing where, again, th- these are two movies he didn't write. He didn't write these movies. He just starred in them. But then we have this thing, and the uh, the Raven comes knocking on the door, and it's like, do you, can do you want to wrap it up? Do you want to wrap up the Rocky story? So now mm-hmm. in 1990, we have Rocky V. Now, everyone likes to trash this movie. They will they will do things. But by mm-hmm. this point, in Stallone's mind, I will say this, and I'll let you jump in. By this point, in Stallone's mind, it's like, wow, we've done, like, everything we could. Like, he knew that going into it. Mm-hmm. But I have to make it different. I got to make it different. Right. And in his attempt to make it different, we got, we got Rocky
1: V. Well... All right. In defense of Rocky Five is, is, and we write, me and you both write, and we both read storybooks. And, and how do you, yeah. what do you, so it always goes back to this. Well, we got so far away from the original character. How do we do it? We boil it down. What do we do? We take away his money. Yeah. We throw him back in into South Philly. Right. We like, so I understand all the beats. Right. Yeah. And then now he can't connect with his son. And then like, you know, but he's connecting with this. Other person who's not his son, and now his son's jealous, and he's losing his family. Yeah. And so you far, know, so good. It sounds great. Sounds great. Yeah, it sounds great. And then uh, I think what we have is all that stuff. I think worked. Mm-hmm.
0: I think where the movie falls apart is what, uh, as an audience, you want. You want some type of fight. We got fight. It's a Rocky movie. Mm-hmm. It's we need conflict. We need physical conflict and resolution. Meaning, right? You don't negotiate. You fight. Uh, not knocking it because sometimes you do have. Sometimes you just gotta fight. Uh, and then we
1: have the street fight scene.
0: Yeah. and uh, Which well, is really deflates the movie. I think it takes away from here's the, the, thing. the rest of the...
1: Everything between Rocky 1 to 4, and 3 is the only one, one I think it skirts. And I start to think about an, a, a th- having Hulk Hogan and Mr. T in that got, pulled me out of that film. I don't still don't like Rocky 3 for certain points because of yeah. that, those two things. So this, they literally have a caricature of a Don King character. Right? They do. So, which,
0: which was at the time there was no one bigger than Don King, like, but everyone he, he, knew
1: Don, Don King's a shithead. So like th- they knew that he is a crook yeah. and they knew that he would exploit. So and right. I get it. And he is. And and again, through all these films, he is putting in relevant things. He put in topical things like, well, wrestling's a thing. We're not going to ignore that. Here it is. Hey, this is a thing. Promotion yeah. and 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 pulling away and values and yeah. So again, on paper, it should all work. Now maybe it was bringing back the first director i don't i don't know where the disconnect happened i i really
0: I, there's because he said that uh i've we've done rocky fighting in the ring too many times i thought the street fight would be a good idea mm-hmm. like i really feel like that was I, I almost feel like if we take out the the physical fighting in that movie and you can you can edit that movie down to be like this this family like maybe coming back rising back up like mm-hmm. melodrama We have something but in no way would that ever be identified as a rocky movie and even if that movie came out it would have failed like there was no there was no win for for rocky five i really i don't think they could have had another approach after rocky four because rocky four he literally defeats communism and russia (laughs) himself he defeats an ideology that has slayed more human beings than any other ideology (laughs) in in the history of the known world so he defeats communism so i i get it but i remember like watching that movie and even like when i was younger and liking the struggle like Mm -hmm. i always was drawn to the struggle in rocky five and the way how he's trying to rebuild himself and Mm -hmm. And, like, um, Sage still his sons in, in, in the movie. Like, the, the kid himself is, like, going through pain yeah. and can't define things. And I just feel like... It was a good
1: child. It was a good child actor. It could have been, again, that should not work. Yeah. And he's good. Yeah, I think he's good. Rest yeah. in peace. He died. He had, oh, is he dead? Yeah, he died before Creed. He had uh, some drugs. Some drug problems. Uh, he was in out of rehab. I think it was... Damn. I remember exactly. I think it was pills. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's upsetting yeah oh wait a wait a well you want to get more upsetting because 1991 (laughs) and 1992 we have two get more upsetting we have oscar and stop or my mom will shoot now two movies he's not involved i will we have to say this two movies he's not involved with the writing okay not involved with the writing so it's it's a paycheck their paycheck it's something right Because. I like stop or my Mama will shoot. I think that's that's like like throw mama from the train. I think, I think they're both like that's a pair. Out of my brain. I yeah,
1: think, I think they're both like I, I I I know I've seen both of them. Yeah, I I remember was this his daughter? He's playing like it was his daughter who was hot or something, and he's trying to make sure people stop trying to bang her. Yeah, but well, yeah, the whole movie he's like, please stop banging my daughter. Like the whole movie, I can't do it. Yeah, so the um, I would love to
0: re-explore. Like Oscar, like because because we said this going in. I said we're going to leave this oh, like so far. I want to watch Rhinestone and I and I want to watch Oscar. Like those are two movies I I'll, I'll probably watch this coming week. Okay, now and then we have I think his best one two combo,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, cliffhanger where that that he wrote he grabbed that script rewrote yeah. that script. He said he finished that script uh, like two or three days before they began right. shooting, and he he
1: finished it on. Hanging from one arm, <laughs> yeah. talking into a tape recorder, Well jacked, Well, yeah. He's probably the most. Is that what is his physical peak? I think that's pretty insane. I remember seeing that in the theater, thinking like it, it was, was nerve wracking in the theater. Yeah, it yeah. Was,
0: yeah. But I remember seeing his like muscles and being like, Yo, what, like, what is up with this, this guy? Superhuman. Yeah, because I I remembered him in like Rocky, uh, in Rainbow Three. Like, mm-hmm. I always remembered his back in that movie. Like, his back was, was incredible. But in this one, it's almost like he he's he's responding to critics that were obsessed with him using body doubles. Mm-hmm. And he's almost like, you will see this. Like, you will see me do things now. Right, right, right. That's not boxing. So right. you, you can't... Pre, Pre-Tom Cruise. You can't anticipate, like, the shot cuts. Like, mm-hmm. And again, introducing something new. Because I remember watching Cliffhanger for the first time being like, wow, people do this? Like, people... Like, oh wow, people arm wrestle, or like, wow, people like, or this is how a boxer trains. Cliffhanger culture. Yeah, like, I had no idea. Or is, is this how a San Francisco cop fights the cult, Cobra? Like, these are all these things <laughs> yes. I didn't know about. But no, but, but Cliffhanger 2 went in, in an area where, like, went right into movies like Vertical Limit. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Cliffhanger Success tried to get recreated. They went dramas with uh, K2 the great drama where like those guys died on like that that mm-hmm. that trying to reach that summit but and um so like there was like almost like a genre of a movie that came out of cliffhanger which <laughs> was the high altitude <laughs> yeah you know, which uh, the ending for cliffhanger is still the absolute best which is when he he has the bag of money and he throws it into the propeller oh, yeah. he throws it up into the like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> it's the ultimate it's like f you it's the absolute best and then we have a movie that i'm so happy has caught on right like demolition it, man yeah it was not has, a
1: success in the theater though no, right no demolition main like
0: we can we can let's let's just drill into cliffhanger i remember being huge yeah okay
1: uh, now everyone's pitch in *Demolition Man*. Everyone is like pitch perfect. Yeah.
0: So here's here's the funny thing, *Demolition Man* potentially was up to eighty to hundred million. Which, Cost. Yeah. That's okay. Pretty, that's a lot for that. that which, time. And and it looks it. I think it looks it. Uh, box office one sixty. So it's nominal. Yeah. Like, but but it's still. I mean, they had the full toy line for that. They had uh, real advertising. They spent a lot of money. I remember like. Gearing up for that movie, mm-hmm. where it was like they were uh, actually pumping up Dennis Leary. Like Dennis Leary's career started. Uh, that's right. He had yeah, like yeah. a stand up, and he was in that.
1: He was like, on MTV all the time. Yeah, and, it's right.
0: like, it, and Sandra Bullock was still kind, of, and and Roy Schneider. Like they had these people in Demolition Main that were like you knew were going to be like the next
1: right. big thing. Rob Schneider, not the. Uh, yeah, not, not, yeah, <laughs> <Rob> <laughs> Schneider, not, not, not Roy, Roy Schneider. Schneider. I was
0: just watching Home Two Lakes <laughs> night. Like so, he's 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 in my head. Uh, I wa- also watched Home Alone two for the uh, Donald Trump cameo. Oh. Donald Trump, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Demolition Man has completely uh, like it's
1: almost like the end of the action movie era. Almost like ninety three. They started making fun of it then. It was meta then. Um, they made they were like, oh, uh, out of the restaurant wars, Taco Bell won. <laughs> which, so let's which go talk about they Taco did Bell. this
0: year because this was the year that they oh, won. That's right. They did yeah, the yeah, yeah. actual Demolition Man Taco Bell this year amazing so demolition man with wesley snipes one of the weirdest plots like the plot is it's they get cryogenically frozen mm-hmm. he gets why does he get frozen oh he gets frozen because he gets like framed right like he gets frozen right? wesley snipes gets frozen because he he captures wes wesley snipe in the right. first scene in the movie so wesley snipes gets cryogenically frozen and then That's later the new jail. Yeah, and then later, Stallone gets cryogenically frozen unjustly, but then the evil guys in the future thaw out Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. in this, like, uh, utopian future, but right. Wesley Not Snipes... On is the opposite of a dystopian future. Yeah. yeah, and Wesley Snipes is from the 90s, and, and mm-hmm. they do curse, and, like, what's your boggle? There's so, many, so mm-hmm. many good lines in that movie. And then they have to thaw out his arch nemesis,
1: the only one that could take him down the only one that would have the, the brains <laughs> to take him down now did stallone write this stallone did not no this is a, a strict studio
0: movie uh let's let's get into because demolition main look Rennie harlan directed cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh did Rennie harlan direct uh dream warriors of nightmare on elm street was he dream warriors or that was frank marshall
1: was that Frank? I want to say it's Frank Marshall. Okay, but um, Rennie Lord.
0: Harland has uh, original director for Alien Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was, he was. This was like the, the peak when Rennie Harlan was a guy later married Gina Davis, mm-hmm. derailed his career. On Cutthroat Island, on Cutthroat Island. <laughs> I- <laughs> See, look, this is why we do dream words. Mark, right. Mark completes my Yes, yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, Matthew
1: Modine, <laughs> not a leading man at that time. We're like we can do this.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, screenplay is just uh, look. We have five guys between story and screenplay for Demolition Man. Five guys uh, yeah we uh marco marco brain no. the the director nope. uh, i felt he's he did three movies demolition main excess baggage
1: and that's oh. it what's that oh excess baggage is um is, is with, that Mina savari
0: um no uh batgirl's in that what's her name uh, alicia silverstone yeah alicia Some Silverstone. Blonde. yeah and they throw her in a trunk yeah yeah and um and benicia Del Toro. kenobi is is that, no, or is no. that um? What's the one Obi Wan Kenobi's in with? Uh, uh, Life Less Ordinary. Life. That's, that's a good a movie. Danny
1: Boyle. That's a good movie. But that is also frowned upon because it came out off of. Um, uh not trainspotting. It was. It was yeah. It was after trainspotting. It was Danny Boyle after trainspotting, and then pre the beach.
0: Uh yeah. Then you know the beach has resonated with yeah.
1: me. The more I, I remember
0: hating, like not, maybe not understanding that, but the more I watch it, I get it. Like I get.
1: I get right the, that movie seeking. Well, the, that was a it's, studio thing where they pushed Leo into that, and it was supposed to be Hugh McGregor, and it would also ruin their friendship. But but, but that's bad. <laughs> but no, it's I, uh, no that was good. So all right, so
0: nineteen ninety three, Demolition Man,
1: and what did the sho- the shelves were the bathroom right? There was a the toilet paper. You had three shelves. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, I guess they blew water up your thing to
0: clean it out, which <laughs> is like so a duvet, like a Japanese duvet. I know, dubet. but it's yeah. so funny. Yeah. But
1: that's like what I remember from that. I remember. And then you would think, so the the pairing of Rob Schneider and Stallone would carry into would, his his defeat. You I, think was, this is...
0: I think this is the beginning of the, the defeat. I would even say the next year we had the uh, specialist. With, with right. The, that's the Sharon Stone. Term. Yeah. and But that was like the Sharon Stone pop. Uh, everything she was in made money. Even um, like Slither made money mm-hmm. with her, and yeah. and the fifth Baldwin brother, like William. like Jerry Jerry Baldwin <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry Baldwin's in that movie in a it sex was just thriller. A stunt yeah, right. And but look, the specialists made money though. So you Correct. so Hollywood says we can keep going. So so Judge Dread, the origin of Judge Dread for this version, actually comes out of RoboCop. So these guys, uh-huh. the guys that were behind this Judge Dread movie, were the original crew that was uh making Robocop. But back before back when Robocop came out, it was Judge Dread. Mm-hmm. And the the production splintered. And these and another set of producers took the idea of Judge Dread, like these mm-hmm. ideas that they developed, like the helmet like not being removed, that sort of thing. And, and brought it to RoboCop and, and beat them to market, okay? okay? And then they couldn't get funding for Judge Dredd because it was, it, at, for whatever reason, viewed as similar or too similar to RoboCop. Right. Now, at this point, talking about rated R movies going mainstream, RoboCop 2 also developed a full toy line, animated series. <laughs> it's uh, so uh, crazy. Actually, of all, all of those similar properties, the longest-running comic book. Like you know, like Marvel comic yeah, book like had forty or fifty. It's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah, they, they had like a legit run with Marvel Comics. The other ones were only last... like some of the major toy lines of the eighties only lasted five or six issues at Star Robo-Cop Comics. Club. Yeah, uh, the best RoboCop toy. Side note, the glow in the dark one, <laughs> boss, the <laughs> absolute <laughs> best one. But no, no. So, so RoboCop destroyed the idea of a Judge Dread movie until until Stallone and time passed and it was now it was like now we can do this mm-hmm. so that that crew spent about like 10 15 years working robocop through all the studios to get the right con like combination mm-hmm. so judge dread happens now we have the full mid-90s support we have uh, a revival with uh ac like a- uh ad i'm sorry um what were, we're a judge Dredd? ad comics right what was the 2000
1: AD? 2000
0: AD yeah. kind of comes. I remember being able to get those in the comic and Rebellion, shop. Rebellion,
1: I think, was the um, like publisher. Yeah. Really. I, I remember AD being Rebellion.
0: able to get those for the first time in comic shops around that time. Because you will always hear about those in interviews because that's where all your British writers came from for mm-hmm. Vertigo. So if Judge Dredd did one thing, it, it made some of the British comic books more available in American comic shops. But. We also had the full-fledged action figure line. We, we actually had statues. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Mattel actually did direct-to-market through KB Judge Dread statue that was only available in KB. And they also did Mark silvestri Cyber Force. They did two Cyber Force statues and one Judge Dredd statue. That These things were huge. You did Ripclaw? No, it was actually Striker and oh. and the
1: girl, Ballistic. How did Striker even stand up? He had three arms on one. Uh,
0: it was actually the first statue... Uh, they had a super heavy base mm-hmm. and he was screwed in from the bottom mm. okay but he was he wasn't uh polystone like he was a lawyer material but that statue is one of all time like for that error
1: mm-hmm.
0: one of the best one of the best statue i and i believe it was sculpted by Claiborne Moore. getting too meta there look at claymore uh, look uh, for now on when Mark sits down
1: in dream warriors <laughs> grab a notepad
0: Right or just be ready with something yeah, on get your some phone. Look up, uh,
1: look up Striker, S <laughs> T R <S-T-R-Y-K-E-R>, Y K E <laughs> R, Cyberforce Striker, and st- and, st- and how is he standing up? He has three metal arms. He's cable with He's extra got, arms. Yeah,
0: yeah. He literally looks just like cable, same with the with the side.
1: Right, metallic it's Terminator with, with and I, cable.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I'm going. To, I'm going to test Mark real quick. Okay. Striker from Cyberforce had his own. Code name Strike Force. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's Brandon not. Pearson. That's not the question. Oh, well, that is a an name. Answer. Name me the members of Code Name Strike Force. Uh, oh, Son, no. can you name I, any? No, I don't think so. Black Angel, Bloodbow, oh. Tempest, uh, and, <laughs> and Striker. I'm pretty sure there was only I four. Think that's right. I I don't know if there was a fifth, but <laughs> but anyway, okay. Terrible. Okay, so we we get the specialist, We get Judge Dread. Judge Dread. I I love the um the the uh, design work and and the look of this because here's a little bit of like my theory um between judge dread and fifth element the uh this the, the visuals that were like kind of like used in those movies like the the flow the, the a lot of the same coloring
1: um yeah. not co- before it's color grading before color grading sort of they had like a certain uh everything was golds yeah was a lot of golds and reds um the city highways, the, the you know, like the hover
0: cars, mm. the the this constant activity in the city, I wholeheartedly believe led right into Star Wars episodes one, two, and three, where there's well, too
1: many things going on. Yeah, the, it was. <laughs> I think this was a precursor. Is
0: just it's
1: like wow, how does anything yeah. get done here? Like anything, it's, everything's <laughs> yeah. you know, everyone's traveling to somewhere.
0: But uh, look, I I back Judge Dread for for one reason alone love Schneider I love the music the music's incredible in Judge Dredd and the score? yeah
1: the score I have no idea yeah
0: see how you're not like it has one of the best opening superhero themes like ever like just even like
1: the, 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 the even Judge Dredd theme what year was this? Uh, <laughs> 90? Uh, 95 so at that time I was was I working at Legends yet? yeah I have to have been I don't know I, I, I was yeah. against him taking the helmet off I was against yeah the purist. Yeah. I I know look I get it. But Warner Brothers bought this. What was interesting and, and kind of the connection with this is for me comic book wise is that my I have a I think it's I think it's Judge Dredd, Judge Dredd number 3 published by DC Comics. Mm. It's the only Judge Dredd book that I I, oh, I, I think yeah. is easy to read yeah. because it's an American comic book. Judge Red's difficult to read. I think. And if you can't, if you I, say you it's can, largely you're lying.
0: over. I always thought it was overrated. I had some of those 2000 ADs. It's just like, a different sensibility.
1: I, I, There's nothing wrong with it. No. I didn't grow up reading that. I grew up reading no. Stan Lee but, and American comics. But IDW has the black and white reprints that are artwork wise amazing. Yeah, sure. I mean, like, a lot of good people I, came out of it yeah. Espera, um, Brian Bolland, but i just can't um cam kennedy steve dillon yeah like so i understand who came out of it I and did things later th- yeah i think you get a lot of bang for your buck now for, i yeah. wrote the one of the first persons and actually i think he influences me even now is uh mike avon oming drew that ah. book and i wrote a, i wrote two i wrote about his artwork something with the sort of local guy right yeah he was from uh like borden Bordentown. 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 yeah so he um but i wrote like jersey a jersey show you know i have two printed letters i have one in spawn 24 oh do
0: you really yeah oh you
1: did tell me this and yeah. my, as my full address is in that's when they print your full address i thought that was interesting was yeah like, what yeah
0: because there? well that's because people could write to you and respond to what they printed right like it was correspondence that's yeah it's
1: interesting it is but that's how like a lot of
0: writers would spawn have their 24 complaint. is that's a non-mcfarland drawn issue uh
1: yeah that's, that's a capullo it, yeah
0: you trash. You can't even get <laughs> you can't even get published in the I wrote it Farl- and what's Spawn funny, oh <laughs> and, and, and I may have caused, of I may
1: have caused the lawsuit because I talk about the whole the whole letter in Spawn lawsuit, yeah. is about how everyone is someone else. That like Terry Fitzgerald is a oh, business manager right. and then the Tony Twist is a, is this yeah, hockey player but, and the hockey the player sued is, him. So, Everybody but, knew But that. the
0: things that McFarlane would openly talk about that. Right. So he talked about it for years and years. <laughs> to where no, later even Al Williamson sued him. His best friend that it was ba- all based on ended up. so uh, Al him. Simmons. Al Simmons. Yeah, yeah. I'm, not Al Williamson, not the anchor. <laughs> Met, that's so meta. The, We're so, in it. So, okay. So yes. Yeah, so, so.
1: so that's so my connection to that. But I think even then, I think at that time, I was like, I don't want him to take. I rejected the concept because he took his helmet off. I didn't see it in the theaters. I saw it yeah. on. The, I didn't. I, I didn't go see it. I
0: loved the music for that movie. I loved the uh, design work. I think for a, at, the, at again, at one time, for a, look, we're going back for a Metropolis-type, mm. uh, the silent movie Metropolis, the uh, Fritz, uh, Fritz, Fritz, Lang. Lang, Fritz Lang, I'm sorry, the Fritz Lang Metropolis. This was, at one time, the greatest futuristic big city sci-fi movie ever. And, and we've been spoiled from this point on, but, dude, like, some of the design work that I like in this movie is, like, the labels that uh, you know like the labels and the signs it's a fully realized universe like there's a graphic design element in Judge Dredd mm-hmm. now we have a a trope based plot we have a he comedic fights
1: a, he fights himself at the
0: end basically yeah
1: it's uh, and then Armando
0: Sante yeah a clone of of himself and then we have a which a, is every marvel
1: a, movie a, for a, the first 6 or 7 marvel movies yeah. to be honest with
0: you and and then we also have a comic relief uh that doesn't work rob schneider yeah and then we it,
1: from the start from the first joke it doesn't work
0: yeah it really
1: right from the first yeah. 10 seconds of the film
0: well that's that's when uh he is um he's he's getting dropped off from from prison mm-hmm. but then he's like he sees the girls at the pool he goes that's where i'm going that's where i'm going drop me off there and you're like wow like yeah
1: we're 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 in bed. we're doing it right away
0: so judge Dredd in 95 uh, began Stallone's dark period that we're going to go right into we're, we're going to skip a few movies but uh, I'm just going to go through them mm. okay we have Assassins also in 95 so we have a bad one two punch in 95 Judge Dredd and Assassins mm-hmm. super big budget modest modget, modest budget and then we have the return at the time in 97 which, which was heralded as Stallone's return to drama which was cop land. Now Copland was kinda off of this wave from like almost like Goodfellas. Like it was just Um you again, could say, Miramax, Oscar yeah. driven, Oscar created I think it's
1: almost like the Travolta pulp fiction Yeah, you I could would be say, relevant again. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah. And then and then we have the good life. Are we are you familiar with that movie? No. I'm, I, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I I <laughs> this is is this one I'm going to have to watch? I don't even know what this is. I, I, here we go The Good Life is a 1997 American film starring Frank S- Stallone the film is about three men from New Jersey to Miami two of them end up killing the third because of numerous production problems the film school was moved from Miami to I don't know what this is this is a movie though <laughs> Andrew, Dice, Andrew Dice Clay as Albert who? Dennis Hopper Wait. as Mr. B. Frank Are we St- sure that Stallone's involved
1: with this? Or is it Frank St- Stallone?
0: Sylvester Stallone had a cameo as a boss. so he's. No, but a, Okay, but, not a but we do have to watch this movie now. <laughs> because of Frank, St- I just, I just Frank the plot. Stallone. Specialty just on Frank Stallone. I don't even understand the movie from the plot byline. No. I, I, think, I think
1: I'm, I'm, I'm out. I'm you're you're
0: I'm out of that one? Okay. And then uh, moving on, moving on, we have... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I did skip a movie. We have 1996 Daylight Watch, which was part of the disaster movie craze created
1: kind of by uh,
0: Independence Day.
1: Yeah, that's all studios and response. Uh,
0: Daylight is a solid solid movie. 100% solid movie. Worth watching. Copland, worth watching. And then we have 1998, DreamWorks' first animated movie, Ants, or second. Mm -hmm. I think it was uh, Prince of Egypt first, and then Ants. And then we have the return to lower budget movies with get carter which is a fine like hunting down my daughter revenge type movies. movies yeah by myself nice <laughs> by myself <laughs> and then look we have a reunion with his cliffhanger buddy Rennie harlan we have driven uh which at the time i remember pioneered the fish eye uh driving Mm-hmm. Lens. It yeah. was like this hyper way of like uh, displaying how quick it is to be in a Formula One racer, and they it was it, they had the name for it. It was like fisheye speed or something. But the movie pioneered a CGI technique. Uh, I like Driven, uh, just because it's a again it's a little bit ridiculous. It's a little, um, it's a little bit Rocky Five. You 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 have like the old vet and the the newer rookie mm-hmm. kind of competing for jobs, and then we have. Like almost like I guess the third in this lower budgeted crime trilogy, we had Copland, Get Carter, and then we have uh, 2002 Avenging Angelo. Uh, they're all three of them. It's a good block. It's they're good movies. I never it's, seen him. I yeah, never a, seen
1: Avenging Angelo. I don't know.
0: Yeah, and then 2003. So this is what this is why we call this a dark period. 2003 Spy Kids 3D. We skip ahead three years, and we have now the return. We have Rocky Balboa. Mm-hmm and then in 2008 we have rainbow and both i love both of those movies I, lo- I i i think uh he knew he knew what to do perfectly and now we're into what the fifth rainbow movie now is being made mm-hmm. he's gonna be in mexico yeah. fighting the cartel which is perfect and topical mm-hmm. and then in 2010 we have the creation of yet another franchise yeah the expendables watch can go on forever like it's a little bit of a of a low period but that the expendables franchise will come back like in yeah to, i mean to, they to made, some
1: capacity they made a ton of money Every you know everyone was up for it and they're what's interesting they're with fun that movies. that was i think that was the start of like i'm going to cast through social media like i'm going to kind of mess yeah. with people and i'm going to cast them yeah yeah because, because i
0: remember people were crying for wesley snipes in, they in just the kept, first one they kept and they got him they got and him. then they got Schwarzenegger, then they got Harrison Ford, then they got Ronda Rousey, yeah. Like, and then there's a, I think
1: a, a like a, like a moyer cross like, right.
0: professional in the third one. Like I like I never saw the yeah, third one. I saw but, the first one. Yeah, but uh, two Expendables, one and two. Two, I, I, uh, John Van name's the villain, and he is like John Van name has as good of a body than like anyone. Like, he has such a good body, but he's great in Expendables too. And then, look, and then we have these other movies. We have Bullet to the Head, Escape Plan, which is now, like, a direct franchise because they did a yeah. second one and then the third one's coming. Yeah. So so yeah. now in his later years, he created uh, two movies that are boundless sequels, like, are coming. Like, right. I think Escape right. is always going to – we're going to have a new one in those movies at least every other year. Right. Same, like, The Wrong Turn trilogy. <laughs> or like the wrong term films, but I think it's wrong turn like six we're up to. Which is amazing. But and then uh I guess like the like the final uh the final countdown, like the, the crescendo was is Creed. Mm-hmm. Like now we have a six Rocky movie. Seventh one coming. Well and
1: in, 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 in a couple of days. I mean it kind of married the two um Yeah. Rocky Balboa essentially is i think creed i uh, creed yes it succeeds but it's basically like a straight-up spiritual sequel it is to it's, uh to rocky about more think, so
0: i think it's the um the tron legacy the force awakens the creed um like a well proper sequel reboot mm-hmm. something reboot like cool or yeah or to reintroduce because it, here's here's a little bit even of my argument but like force awakens like you can say what it is it's like a rehash of like uh, new hope i perfectly respond Mm -hmm. and and accept that but how many times can a newer audience find new hope because it eventually looks old Mm -hmm. the people in it don't look appealing we need newer bodies we need people that look like they're from today in some of these movies and stories i think creed is that for rocky right i think force awakens is that for new hope and I, i think even tron was like that for tron like mm-hmm. tron legacy was like that for tron i think that's when it's successful i even go as far as saying that the michael bay produced friday the 13th is like that for friday the, the 13th no. people just hated that <laughs> for whatever reason but we also have Homefront with jason stratham and yeah James this is Franca weird i didn't realize this until and today it. yeah written directed uh we have to watch this because i haven't seen it i've never seen it but, Yeah, i don't know it's uh, interesting b- but we have to watch it and then look and then uh, like to end it yeah, I mean, he's he's got, he wins he wins some gold for Creed, right?
1: He gets a Golden Globe. Yeah, he's not, yeah, I found it fascinating. I, I, I figured he though. would have won something.
0: Yeah, I still think that's an accomplishment, though. I really do. Well, and, he won
1: Best Supporting Actor. So he didn't win for writing.
0: Right, but I'm yeah, and but, he didn't
1: write Creed, which was interesting because there's uh, it's no they came
0: they came to him with that idea, right? And he like signed off and again like having vision, knowing knowing right. when something's. But then good.
1: then I thought when. So to go back to go, to go back to uh, Rocky Balboa for a minute, um, that is such a film school movie. Like that is such a like again like it's it's just certainly it's set up perfectly. Yeah. But what I, what I, and I didn't even think of this at, until I started looking around today. Do you have any idea how many like memes there are of like the, that speech of him with the son? Yes, yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, and it's, like it's, and it's
0: taken on to any given
1: Sunday. Um, the Pacino
0: speech. Uh, the Pacino speech. Yeah. yeah, it's it's this motivational thing now. Yeah. yeah, and there's
1: like videos of compilations of Rocky films and every little thing because he does do something almost in every film where he has some type of yeah thing. Yeah. So and, and now uh, it, there's but, a whole like subgenre of YouTube of that. Yeah, which I was unaware of, which I you know I was unaware of, but now I'm like completely aware. But of But then that.
0: again, too, it's like uh, Rocky Balboa, which I love the uh, original title. The original title for that was going to be called Balboa for rocky right oh. like and i thought that was like perfect because you have rocky then balboa like the right. bookends. it's the book ends yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that would have worked yeah. yeah but uh but he, that movie now is his comeback mm-hmm. that he is the character like once again he has merged with the character like it's completely because he ha- he had such a lull period mm-hmm. where no one really cared what movies he was in what he was doing and Rocky echoed him in '76, and now in 2006 he's mm-hmm. back. Like I'm telling you, it's it's weird. Like it, but it's also kind of magical. Right. Like it's this right. thing, and him taking advantage
1: of it. That's him. the best. That's his best script, I think, hands down. I think there's all the little that's speeches awesome. he has. Yeah. I think that like the stuff in the basement scene. Dude, there's so much anguish in I, him. I, he I gets lo- emotional like three or four times. Yeah. Like it's really, but it really I, messes me up. I love
0: to how. They pass time without like like Adrian's dead like you mm-hmm. know like the world has moved on without him mm-hmm. and it's not like heavy like you just you see it you feel it yeah Uh I just like the idea that he's not down and out like he is running a restaurant like he's he's a capable character right like he's he's definitely intelligent and oh, by the way we have a, a giant <laughs> girl party <laughs> happening outside uh our doors here so we right. apologize for anything that that the mics could be uh picking up
1: yeah but, but. I, th- I think e- even the Polly character is sympathetic and like i watched the deleted scene i told you about this where I was just, like, bawling watching this, like, deleted scene yeah. of Polly out, like, in a back hallway, like, he's like, I treated her like garbage, you treated yeah. her great, and, like, it extends out, and someone edited, they carefully edited uh, scenes from the other films in. yeah And it was, like, brutal. Like, it just, like, punched you in the gut, like, horrible. I loved it. That's my favorite thing, and I, I almost think that, like, so, what was interesting, and I thought that would have been a failure, is that Kugler went to go do Black Panther. Yeah. Then they're like, Creed two. I'm like, no wait, no. Like I don't want anyone on this except for Coogler I don't want Yeah. And they're like, well Stallone's coming back to write it. I'm like, no no no. Like I was like I was almost like no 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 like just don't exploit it's someone else's I feel like it's someone else's franchise at this point. Yeah. But it's not really no it's uh, uh and from the early buzz of Creed two it's great. Like it's supposed yeah, to be great. Yeah so, I, but
0: the thing is though what they're doing with Creed two is exactly what you wanted. You wanted the rematch from Rocky four.
1: It's gonna be like another closure.
0: I'm like, what is even happening with this? Like, it's it's amazing that they even knew to go there and and Daph like look, I know I get it, but Daph Lungering, I'm sure he can do other things. Like he
1: doesn't he have, can he, do some chemistry. Yeah, dude, I'm <laughs> sure he's.
0: I don't think that dude is like he to me. Daph Lungering is so well like together, just as like a person. That it's like it's almost he like... he looks really good in it. Though. Yeah, but the, that's the thing, and it's almost like wow, you, like you like you get it like you, you you got everyone you needed to to, to tell this story mm. that like again what's another franchise today that they could continue to do something similar like that's what i mean like that's nah. where creed 2 becomes so unique because like even if it if it fails or whatever it doesn't matter mm. like the attempt is there what other franchise can they do
1: anything like this with and they you can't the scorpion king you mean the scorpion <laughs> king sequels didn't do this <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's right. Right. You're right.
0: But, yeah. So, look. uh, Upcoming, we have Creed 2. We have Rainbow Five, Last Blood. Awesome title. Last
1: Blood. Okay. First Blood, Last Blood. Right? It's Rocky Balboa. And, and again, he's (laughs) going topical. Yeah. Yeah. I I think... So, oh. So, we got to go over favorites. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, themes.
0: Favorites and themes. Favorites and themes. And then I'm going to go... We're going to end it with a... A box office prism. I'm going, okay. to, I'm going to be. Able, I'm going to lay down like where this guy is box office wise. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I think it will make everyone look at Stallone the way we see him. Like right. this is just right. a way for us to prove our point. Okay, mm-hmm. favorites. Uh, you uh, let's let's do you. Go 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 go. Uh,
1: yeah, just straight up the script of the script and the writing in Balboa. Rocky Balboa is, is insane. I think is I think from. It's just so deft, and it's, you know, he brings back little Marie, just like things that shouldn't work, even him walking her up and then talking to her, his kid, and like it's awkward. And yeah. there's just so many things that are going on in that. And, I, and that's why that's hands down my favorite. Well, and my- oh, as, oh and, I meant, and I thought about this too. I saw that by myself, and I realized the little speeches in there, there were certain things that I wanted to do. And this is back in 2006. Nice, and I was like, "Yeah, I think that I should be working on other things." It was very inspiring. I should be what like, did, like for example, what he you, says, you like got, the stuff in the basement. basement. Yeah, but I mean you know? for you, what you have to work on. We
0: can, we, we even if you haven't heard the speeches, we can imagine what the speeches are like. But what right, did right, they right. do to right. to Mark Leon? Well, I think that did they? Well, I think did I, make I was in like hard? the doldrums of did they
1: get your boner going. Uh, no, I just think I was in the doldrums of like you know trying to work a million different jobs and not really exactly having a career, but not doing anything creative at all like it's zero so i hope you've so maybe
0: find a little bit more of who you yeah. were
1: oh and i shouldn't be married to that girl i think that was in there too
0: <laughs> We'll see. kind of kind of went through that too okay so my my favorites were, like pairings mm-hmm. were like just back to back movies that i felt like were similar and one of them would be definitely uh lock up mm-hmm. and always watch lock up but if you, you can watch lock up with john and dame's lionheart and you almost get <laughs> it's the same movie it's the same movie. it's the same movie with two different jack dudes um and then uh driven which i said i'm a Mm. fan of but if you can watch that with ron howard's
1: rush right 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 driven and
0: rush kind of like are very well paired not driven and days of thunder because days of thunder really isn't around the driving but driven is and Mm. rush are like strictly driving movies and look i will always say it because it's so ridiculous tango and cash mm-hmm. that just the, the chemistry alone i absolutely love uh themes let's jump to themes real quick mm-hmm. prison themes prison we have underdogs lo- yeah well prison themes we have lockup, tango and cash <laughs> escape plane
1: <laughs> right okay and then a million escape plan sequels
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we have uh like competing so we we have like uh paradise alley rocky grudge match Okay. Oh, yeah. Like he, with, he's with he's, uh, De Niro. He, yeah, he's like competing and fighting against something. Like I, I fell asleep watching. I don't know. He does repeat things. Some people, like, i never seen, seen it, but some a lot of people uh, are like all for It's just pleasing. Blood, blood I smash. think the thing yeah. is, I
1: think it's just like, hey, look, we like these guys. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like there's a, there's a certain amount of goodwill that comes with that. You're like, hey, I never saw these guys together. They're together. There we go. And uh, two hours later, it's fine. So, you know, let's do this. Let's it's talk. not offensive. Let's talk box office, right?
0: Uh, adjusted. Uh, Rock, do Rocky 1 through 6 Creed 1 and 2 okay we all know the fate of Creed 1 and 2 but 8 movies 8 movies mm-hmm. uh, the Rocky adjust like uh, with inflation mm-hmm. if we, by Rocky today 223
1: 223 million
0: by today's standards uh, it's it's 500 million that's how much that movie would make today it's half a billion dollars okay domestic now with uh, inflation combined the entire franchise, one point eight billion, <laughs> averaging two eighty-eight million per film. Okay. Without Creed two, Creed two will yeah. only add to that. Rainbow, one through four, five in production, with inflation, four hundred million. First Blood, uh, combined seven hundred million, average one hundred seventy-six million. Yeah. Okay. Expendables,
1: that's a B plus.
0: Yeah, Expendables. Uh, we are going to just go worldwide because by the time expendables came out it's a different market worldwide mm-hmm. uh, is a part of it <laughs> combine three movies 800 million average 268 that's million
1: stupid. that's so stupid
0: okay escape we'll just go to escape plane we, we don't care um but he wrote one movie mm-hmm. finally was in the movie with him and Schwarzenegger right, right. fantasy movie. And we got the third one being made, comes out next year, the third mm-hmm. one. So in his later years, he created the Expendables and the Escape Plane franchises. Now, combine, let's just say combined box office. If you have Tom Cruise, The Rock, Schwarzenegger, and Stallone, how would you order who made the most?
1: Well, I mean, Stallone's on the brain because we've just talked about him for hours. The um, Wait, okay, what was it? Here, let me write it down. Yeah. All Stallone
0: right. Arnold Cruz the rock your four four biggest guys rock is still going so right like that yeah that, I put
1: rock for uh Cruz Jeez. all right I'm gonna go Stallone Cruz Arnold Rock Stallone
0: Cruz Arnold Rock
1: you're you're off okay Tom
0: Cruise 6.8 billion Stallone 4.4 4 billion then we have Arnold and The Rock pretty much tied three point eight billion. Oh wow amazing so it goes to show you how amazingly successful Cruise is but they, they don't put like Stallone in Cruise's category mm-hmm. but Stallone like you know like I don't know and but Tom Cruise also has the largest average one, uh, 168 million per movie like Stallone has uh, uh, 18 million which is the lowest average of all four mm-hmm. so his movies are averaging less but combined they're more so that's it so I think everyone I think um, Mark and I have spoken and <laughs> gushed over Sylvester <laughs> Stallone for two straight hours yeah but uh, what are your feelings right? I I I think we did a wonderful job in illustrating this guy's career and why he deserves adulation but hey Dream Warriors signing off. Yeah. Peace out. It's a big one. We love. That's what she said. We love salon. Rock and roll. Until next one. Do Italian, we want? Do we want to set up our next? Our next guy?
1: No. No. Because I have like four. I don't know. No. Because we have to. We have There's to. Too many. We have to discuss it. Yeah. Well, I want to. We don't want to do something similar. I think we need to go a different direction.
0: Well, we can go. We can go into comics. We can go into anything else. Even music, if we want to.
1: Okay, everyone.
0: Thanks for joining us for talking to you